Hey now, this is Joe Antonio on The Joe Antonio Show. Welcome to The Joe Antonio Show. Our content is not intended as legal, medical, or financial advice. We are not attorneys, nor do we play them on TV. Void where prohibited. Batteries not included. No purchase necessary to win. We are not responsible for personal items left in car. Dealer participation may affect actual cost. Any resemblance to any person living or deceased is coincidental. Actual price may vary. See dealer for details. Shake well before use. Keep frozen until ready to serve. Contents under pressure. Caution may be hot. Has been known to cause birth defects in laboratory animals. Use only as directed. Not to be taken internally. Not to be taken literally. Should not be used by pregnant women or nursing mothers. Void direct contact with eyes and skin. If rash develops, discontinue use. Keep hands and arms and legs inside the cage at all times. Do not attempt this at home. No clients were harmed in the making of this podcast. Member FDIC. his own show. It's filled with smut, phony phone calls, and music. And now.
Oh, there we go. Alright. I'm find my sweet spot. Welcome, everybody, to the Joey Antonio Show, guys. Today is October 18th, 2022, guys. It's just about 8 o'clock here p.m. Broadcasting live from the beautiful studio here in the East Coast. From the studio here in Middlebury, Connecticut, as always, my uh, right-hand man, co-host of the show, my compadre, the salt of the swat, the king of crash, the king of laughs, Air Dog's here as well. What's up, Air Dog? Hello, hello, Joseph. Always a pleasure to be on the Joe Antonio Show. It's a Tuesday night. We're making it the best Tuesday yet. Okay, yes. time blow this thing it's going to be. Every, every Tuesday is going to be better than, okay, than the next. Three, right, two, welcome, everybody. Raccoon, uh, really quick here in the chat, just asked, when's this, what's the status for the debate? I got to get in touch with my cousin, uh, Tony. Tony G. You guys know him uh, on the show. is Tony G. Um, he, he wants to do it. I got to just uh, work around his schedule, Raccoon. So just... Uh, you know, stay put. I'll uh, I'll shoot you over an email when we get that going. We got to get that debate going. It's gonna be some funny stuff there. I got a lot of funny stuff, uh, you know, planned for that. So it's it's in the works, though, definitely for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Be patient, raccoon. We got a debate uh, set up for you and yeah. uh, and Jay, and uh, it's gonna be uh, some wacky questions, buddy. So uh, make yeah, sure that Jay your too. brain cells are hydrated. We're gonna make um, you know, we're gonna just make Raccoon our residential debater. We're just gonna put him up against everybody that wants to debate against him. <laughs> anybody, that w- anybody wants a good debate, we'll uh, we'll have Raccoon come in and just uh, let, let him spin your wheels in your head for a little while. <laughs> Can't wait! It's gonna be good. Oh, Aaron, yeah, we got a we got a great show here lined up for tonight. I got a lot of stuff to get to. Um, we got plenty of time already to get to it. We got two hours of fun. As always, uh, guys, thank you for listening to um, last week's shows. Um, this past weekend's, I'm going to upload um, these past weekends tonight, so you guys will have all the weekend laughs coming up. We'll do those tonight, and uh, yeah, a lot of the people that were listening live, Aaron, they loved my uh, my rant about um, about my dad, and my mom at dinner. That was fucking great. It was awesome. I hear ya. What do you got going on over there, Air Doc? You got some guests over there or something? I think I think the cops just got to Aaron's house. What are you doing over here broadcasting on that Joe Antonio show? That nonsense. I don't like that show. Play I don't like how they're talking that show about boobies and farts and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something something happened over there with Aaron. Oh, Aaron, okay, Aaron's back. Aaron, you okay? All right. Oh she yeah. Tell the cops to scream. <laughs> get out of here yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. To see here <laughs> um yeah so guys yeah we'll uh we'll uh definitely i, I a lot of the live listeners they were um they, they love the uh, little debate that not debate but the uh, little you know ramble that i had about my parents from this past saturday night you know my, my dad my fucking dad's like i'm sorry that i did that you know i was just pissed off and i spent good money on food and i don't know which one to bring you out and have a nice time i'm like dad i had a nice time there's nothing wrong with the fucking food and yeah was it was a little small sure sure it was but uh it's gonna ruin my night <laughs> my dad <laughs> fucking flies off the handle about it. i was like dad it's not that big of a fucking deal you know it happens <sighs> 
poor guy thought like the world was fucking ending. I'm like, dad, whatever. It's okay. You know, it's not a big deal. It was a stake. Your poor dad. I mean, in retrospect, you guys had you guys had a wonderful night out, and it was just it was uh, it was ruined by, uh, you know, the the meat was just it wasn't up to his standards. So you know, he just he got a little vocal about it, and you know, he did what any uh any Antonio does. He he made the he did the lions roar, and uh, you know, he did what he does. That's all good. Listen, I'll tell you, as good as that steak was, though, Aaron, it was a pathetic looking fucking piece of steak. Anna said she was perfectly high for that story. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you, it's, <laughs> I don't, I, I just, um, I, I, my brother's fiance, she was, she was like, listen, we went home and, um, cause I saw them that night when I got home, when we got to the house, I saw them and, my, and, and they were outside and my dad was still fuming about it. Shit. So I think they were like, oh shit, Joe's going to go and, and go in the studio tonight and, and go crazy on uh, on the air about this whole story. So, of course, they read my mind. And I, I started the show and I did that bit. I, I don't know. I probably rambled on for a good 20, 25 minutes about it. But uh, my mom my mom was like, you were talking about us on the radio? I'm like, yeah, it was funny. And, and yeah. you know, my, my brother's fiance is like, oh, my God. She's like, it was probably the, one of the funniest things. She's like, oh, yeah, he was talking nothing but good things about you. You know, but you know, he wasn't really too happy with his father. So, no, it, it, was, it was it was all in good fun. You know, I listen. You know how I love to poke fun at my parents. I really do. You know, and they understand. You know, we're we're running a show over here, and it's it's all in good fun. I love my parents. I really do. But it is they're funny people. They really are. I mean, listen, Aaron. You 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 make you know honestly, you're a funny person. You know, I know plenty of funny people, and most of the people that are around me that are funny, I want to showcase their talents. You know, so I feel like, <laughs> oh, I feel like man, the, plenty I feel of like content my, with your with your two parents, yeah. man, and, and poor poor Mama Antonio sitting at the the the, they're <laughs> the walk, table. Uh, yeah, fucking, oh. uh, they're, uh, they're like a walking good bit. I mean, I just like I, I tell them, I told my mom, I'm like, listen, you, it's not like I intentionally did this. You guys just did this for good radio. I'm like, I have to commend you and thank you for that. So I was like, don't be don't be pissed. I'm like, be happy. So you did a great job. You you did the you did the honors basically. That's what I like to say. You did the honors for the show. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing their part. So yeah, thank you, like poor mother. Yeah, it was funny though. What a funny weekend, man. Uh, but guys, um, yeah, we're starting a new week of shows here, guys. We got a lot to get to. Aaron, uh, I want to do. Um, I definitely want to do the Oktoberfest this weekend, man. I want to get to that show. We got to get it done. Um, let's. Uh, we're gonna put the gears together this uh, this week, and we'll we'll get that done. We'll, uh, maybe we'll tomorrow night we'll announce on what day we're going to do it on, uh, depending on what your schedule looks like. I know you're a busy before beat. October is out. Yeah, because look at dude, and it's already be November Fest. It's yeah, yeah exactly. And we'll be having Thanksgiving dinner together. Um, it's <laughs> yeah, today, today's October 18th. I mean, I can't believe how quick this month's already flying by. Pretty soon, guys, it's going to be fucking Christmas, and uh, you know, I'm going to be miserable, um, even more than I am already. So, um, yeah, I mean it's it's getting fucking cold outside, Aaron. I was fucking shaking this morning when I was walking to my car. I was like, "This." I can't fucking... stand it. I, I don't. I, I'm just. Yeah, I am dramatic, and I am because I, I just I, I don't like the cold weather. I don't. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not ready for it yet, Aaron. I'm, I'm still. I'm not there all the way. Everyone's like, "Oh, I love the fall." Oh, you got all these girls waiting in line for their pumpkin chai latte. Oh, like a pumpkin chai. It's so good. I'm like, no. I listen. I don't want a pumpkin chai. I want just an iced coffee to make me remind me of summer. This pumpkin chai shit and all this crap and apple cider donuts. I love fall. I really do. I'm just. I'm still not ready for it, Aaron. I don't think I will be this year. Probably because yeah, we, we had a great summer, man. We had a great summer. 
hanging out you know this this afternoon wasn't terrible you know i was i was outside and i was out and about town and the the leaves are like they're half of them are green and half of them decided to do like change their colors and it's not like terrible that you know when it when the sun comes out and you're in the sun the the air is crisp but the sun makes you like warm so it's like yeah you're doing that like shuffle between do i need a sweatshirt do i not am i in the sun is it windy the you know so it's like do i take this layer off so it's like one of those like times of year where you're doing the 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 layer shuffle and you, and you, this is what you do in the morning i'm sure like you're dressed all like it's 30 degrees out and then you know by the time you get out of work you're you feel like you you wish you were in t-shirt and shorts you know that's just yeah the time that's exactly how it, it is. is yep i'm walking to my car i'm like fuck i'm like the sun's beaming down on me and then i'm like oh shit you know should i wear my it's like it don't i don't know i i'd rather it just be hot or cold you know what i mean there's the in-between shit is like yeah it's confusing it's frustrating it's a little fucked up you know, and then too now it's like everyone's like uh, everyone at my work is talking about all oh, the flu, the sea that's going to be really bad. And you know, they they had our um they they had the people come in today to do our flu shots at work. You know, they give out the flu the free flu shot at work. Oh, no shit, they actually come to your work and they do like yeah. an on site vaccination. Yeah, so they um yeah they have the like a room upstairs where they call you in one by one if you want to get it. I didn't get a flu shot this this year. I didn't get one. Uh, I haven't gotten, listen, this is the thing with me and flu shots here. And I don't know how you are with these, but I, listen, every single time I get a flu shot, I get the fucking flu. I get it. But when I don't yeah. get a flu shot, I never get the fucking flu ever. I mean, you end up getting sick as soon as you get the shot. Well, yeah, I feel like crap. Yes. Yeah. Everybody feels like shit, but no, I end up like during the season, I get the flu like a two months after I get a flu shot, I'll get the flu. So what's the point of getting a flu? I, I don't know. My, my rate of not getting the flu without the shot is, is a lot better. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit better as far percentage wise without doing so. Everyone's like, Oh, you're not going to get your flu shot. I'm like, no, I, I don't. I listen, I, I'm all set. I'm not putting the flu in me. Cause I'm, then I'm going to get it. And then I'm going to feel like shit for a couple days. I don't want to do it. I'm all set. I don't need a fucking flu shot. <laughs> you know, I'm all you're set. All set. You know, and it's free. They're like, you know, it's it's a nice thing. Yeah, they come to work. You don't have to go anywhere. They do it right at work and shit. And you know, but I don't know. I just listen. Yeah, they make it convenient for you. You know, like I'm I'm fifty fifty on it. If it's a, if it's a matter of convenience and it's there, then I'll be like, yeah, right. Like I'll do it. But I'm not going out of my way to get it. I mean, I'm generally a pretty healthy guy as it is. So like, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't go out of my way to kind of get that stuff. That's how I am. I'm the same way. Like, you know what? Honestly, you know, the only reason why I got the vaccines for COVID is because that's kind of the unknown. You know what I mean? Like the flu's been around for years and years and years and years. And we have plenty of scientific data to back up, you know, how to not get it or how to treat it and this and that. But, you know, and the whole COVID thing happened. That, that was a little fucking freaky. That's kind of scary shit because you don't know what the fuck. You know, you could take a turn for the worse in two days and be on a ventilator and all of a sudden you're, you know, six feet underground. That uh, that shit yeah. I'm not playing around with, you know, some fucking flu that came from fucking, you know, wherever it came from. I don't care. Wait. But I don't know. Now they're saying this year, Aaron, is that the flu this year is going to be like the, you know, but I don't know. Maybe this is just what the media does, Aaron, is they hype up and ramp up shit to scare you just like they did with everything else over these last two years. You know, they got people on TV, like, the, the, the flu is going to be the worst it's ever going to be and this year. You better get your shots. And it's like... Uh, I don't know. Well, every year they say, oh, this is going to be the worst winter ever. We're going to have uh, storms yeah. up the ass. We're going to have uh, uh, so many terrible things happen. Uh, yeah, okay. Just like the Mayan calendar predicted the end of the world and we're still here. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I got I to gotta say last year's um, 
Farmer's Almanac was actually really accurate. Uh, like last year, they predicted that we were going to have like three major storms in the Northeast. And we actually did right around the times that the, the Farmer's Almanac actually said that it was going to happen. And they even said it was going to be, you know, it's going to take a long time to warm up, just like it did in the spring. It did. Um, yep. I, don't, I don't know how like these Farmer's Almanacs work, but like uh, last year's was pretty accurate. I didn't get a chance to look at this year's. Um I try not to look at it because it makes me, uh, I look at them like off because I don't want to open it up and it's like, you're going to have the worst winter ever in the Northeast and there's going to be fucking snow every fucking day and you're going to be buried in your house. You know, I don't, I, I, it actually, just in case it has bad news, you're not going to read it. Yeah. Cause listen, I get enough bad news in my life, so I don't need, I don't need to open up a fucking <laughs> farmer's almanac and, and, you know, see this, just, you know, please, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want any more misery, please. I don't need it in my fucking life. I've been through enough these last couple of years. You know, I, I, I steer uh, steer away from the farm. And you know what is funny too is there in one day I was actually uh I was at the I was at the counter at, at Le Bon's of you know the supermarket over here. And uh, I don't know, I was buying probably kombucha. I would the only think I was so I'm at the fucking and I look over and they had a whole stack of um of those farmers' almanacs, like you know where they have like the National Enquirer and all the you know the people magazines when you're checking out at a grocery line. And uh, I was very tempted to buy it. And then I'm like, no, Joe, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't fucking do that. Why? You know, what are you going to open it up and, re- and read the farmer's almanac and, and just see, you know, it's all, yeah, it's going to be really cold and windy and it's going to be shitty out for the, and then it's just, I don't want to lead myself into the winter with misery already. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, what's, what's new? It's, you know, we're, we're going to have significant shivers. It's going to be slushy. It's going to be icy. It's going to be snowy in New England during the winter. Surprise, surprise. Fuck you. It's going to be unreasonably <laughs> cold and snowy. Oh my gosh. Like that's news to us. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, we know, but, uh, all, you know, we, listen, we live through this shit. We know. <laughs> Fair yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I feel bad know. for the for the the Midwest, like the Chicago area, and like you know Montana and the Dakotas. Um, they they have like predictions that just call it like the hibernation zone, like the glacial freeze, the snow filled tundra. Like that's what they have to look forward to. <sighs> that part of the United States, like oh my gosh, bless them for like existing and living where they do, because that part of the country is like they have it worse than us. We have our nor'easters, we have like our blizzards, and we get some really shitty conditions. But yeah. like I feel we get like breaks. that we actually get breaks in between it. That's <laughs> no one. They, fucking they are straight. like. They are ju- they like you know their their waterfalls freeze you know for six months <laughs> of the years. <laughs> I feel bad Fuck for them out there. Fuck that! Yeah, I saw it today on the news too. I was watching the news and you know you get the the news guy comes on. Well, guys, you better buckle up and hunker down over there in uh, Detroit, Michigan, because there's going to be some snowflakes falling. Not much, just a dusting. Hunker down? What are you talking about? It's it's fucking yeah. I know it's October. Guys, like oh, you better hunker down. I, I hate when the fucking weather guy hunker down. <laughs> fucking a dusting outside. Hunker Detroit, down. Michigan. Yeah, there, listen, Detroit, Michigan. Well, I if it's snowing or, or already over there, that's basically normal for Michigan, I would think, right? You know, Chicago in that area. I mean, if it's not yeah, snowing they, yet, maybe there's a, maybe there's a problem. <laughs> like that whole like Minnesota, you know? Uh, yeah, like that. Whew, it's just stupid cold, man. They get the, that tundra air from down from Canada, and like I I don't even know. It's it's stupid cold over there. They're already like I think. I think they're already getting snow. I think out there. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Aaron, fix but, your mic. You're going a little robato on us. I wanted to play this clip, though, about this fucking flu season shit. Because, you know, now they're saying that, uh, I guess, in New Zealand it was really bad. And I got a lot of, I don't know why we had so much news from New Zealand today, Aaron. But I'm going to kind of circle back to a story that you uh, brought up. Uh, you brought it up last week. But, yeah, take a listen, guys. This could be the worst flu season ever. Wow. Health experts are looking at Australia as they try to predict just how bad the flu season will be here in the U.S. That's because Australia's flu season began in April and it turned out to be their worst flu season in five years. Last week, the homecoming dance at a San Diego high school turned into a super spreader event with 850 <laughs> students infected. Callista Long is a senior there. It was really crazy to have um, 850 kids gone from our school. I'm predicting a very severe flu season. Dr. Eric Asher is a family medicine physician at Lenox Hill Hospital in New York. With the past two years of decreased travel, social distancing, and masking, we haven't seen that much flu. Right. So now our bodies are going to be much more susceptible to the flu. What can people do to stay safe? Getting vaccinated is the most important thing. This year, they nailed it. The four strains that are in the shot are the ones that we're seeing circulate. Mm -hmm. One, two, three. Today, Kelly Ripa got her flu shot on live TV. Ryan Seacrest, who had COVID last week, decided to hold off on his. Coming out of it, I've been negative for many, many days, so I'm okay. Yes. But I probably shouldn't get the flu shot just yet. If you're not feeling your best yet, if you're not fully, you know, mm -hmm. if you still feel a little under the weather, it's fine to wait a few days. Who cares? Ryan Seacrest, if he got his fucking flu shot or if he got COVID. Do you ever notice this, Aaron? Like, uh, I love when the flu shot season comes around. Like, you'll see the celebrities, like you know, Kelly Ripa's on TV getting her flu shot. Like, uh, uh, I, I got my flu shot. You should get yours too. <laughs> Who cares? Fucking, they do. Why? Yeah, the celebrities are out and they're they're promoting. Yeah, all of the the flu yeah, shots. You know, oh, like you know, LeBron James you know is on ESPN getting his fucking flu shot. You know, oh, listen, kids, you should go get your flu shot too. Who cares? <laughs> if I can fucking get my flu shot or not. Why? All right. So am I going to base my medical decisions on whether or not fucking, um, you know, uh, you know, my favorite actor goes in, you know, I don't care who it is. You know, oh, I heard Jim Carrey got his uh, flu shot. I'm going to go get mine, too, because I follow <laughs> Jim Carrey's in footsteps. Who cares? <laughs> like, honestly, like my medical stuff that goes on, Aaron, behind closed doors. All right. When I go and get my my shots or it's like me bringing a camera to um to go get, you know, my my physical. Oh, maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my uh, my camera around to my physical, so everyone's gonna see uh, you know what's going on with me. Who cares? Why do you, you <laughs> get a flu shot on TV? Yeah, <laughs> fucking does that make any sense to you though? It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Uh, uh, you know, especially Ryan Seacrest. Who cares if he got a fucking flu shot? Sticking his eyeball. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I it's 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 uh it's probably like their managers or whoever it is that's like you know they're signed with and they're you know saying hey like this is what you're doing this week and I don't think they really give a shit either. I don't think that they're like promoting it. I don't think they care one way or the other. They're just getting a paycheck and they're just so uh, if it's a, if it's a social agenda, whatever it is, they're trying to get people to get their flu shot. Um, whatever, you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to push it one way or the other, but I, my, my decision, like you said, it's not going to be swayed one way or the other. If Tony Danza got a flu shot, I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> like, Dan. uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Hannah, don't stick up for him. She goes, because it's a celebrity influencer. Duh. Well, no, listen, a celebrity influencer is somebody that goes on Instagram and sells makeup or fucking, you know, tote bags. All right. Not, not telling people to go and, and get uh, a fucking flu shot. 
that's not being a celebrity influencer. It's just being an asshole. You know, stop telling people to go fucking. It's like, um, you know, it's like Pam Anderson telling little girls to go get a boob job. You know, you know what I mean, Aaron? It's it's kind of <laughs> along the same lines. It's like, uh, I got big boobs. You should get them too. Even though you have mosquito bites right now, your boobs could be big and voluptuous, just like mine. I swear, you just got to go get a boob job. Just ask your dad Jitties. to get a boob job, and you'll have a boob job, and you'll have big boobies, just like me. And all the boys will look at you, you know. <laughs> or no, I, I, I could be just as cool as Ryan Seacrest. Like, I want to be just as cool as Ryan Seacrest, that fucking douchebag. Uh, Douche. And go get a fucking flu shot, because Ryan Seacrest got, oh, my God, guys. We, listen, we got to go get the flu shot. Why, Joe? Because Ryan Secret just got his on, on fucking on, on live with uh Ryan this morning. You gotta you gotta go. Fuck it. Ryan Secret's got it. Fuck, fuck out of here, dude. I, is is he considered like one of our national treasures? Is he like what like cause he, him and Kelly Rippa, they, they were they still doing their show? Are they still doing their morning thing? Like I know a couple yeah. of years ago they had like a show. Are they still doing that? Of course, dude. I mean, listen, Ryan Seacrest, that guy, it's like every time I turn my TV on, I see that little fucking mutant. It's all over the place. <laughs> you know, it's New Year's Eve. You know, it's Dick Clark. You know, they still call it uh, Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve. It's it's not Dick Clark there anymore. It's Ryan Seacrest. You know, fucking watch Ryan Seacrest on my TV. Ugh. Gosh, I, I, I don't know what it is with Ryan. I just never could stand that guy. He just, ah. He probably gets so much tail, too. Maybe that's what pisses me off about him. He's probably fucking diving in pussy right now. Uh, yeah, Ryan, he does. He, I'm sure that he gets, he gets a fair, uh, fair amount of tail. I'm sure that he does, Uh, you know, I, I don't, I, and I, you know, he's on my list of celebrities that I don't know, like exactly why they're famous or why people listen to him or why they're just, you know, why they're even in like, uh, the the spotlight. Yeah. He doesn't really do it for me, uh, you know, as like a viewer. I don't think he's anything special. Like I, I can, I think he's kind of annoying too. Like I'm on the same page with you, buddy. I he don't think he's be, like he try, he's he's annoying, but he tries to be funny. Like he comes in with these little quibbles and jokes, and he's just he's annoying. And you want to hear something really annoying and sick to your stomach, Aaron? All right, listen. Hope you didn't eat dinner tonight. Ryan Seacrest's current net worth is four hundred and fifty million dollars. Four hundred. Why? I, for what reason? Why is he? I don't know. <laughs> did he did he make some like really huge like wise financial decisions? Did he make some investments? Did he what what am I doing that that I, Ryan Seacrest is doing? I really couldn't tell you, Aaron. Um, I mean, it's it's beyond. Um, it says you know in, in 2017 he was named the co-host alongside Kelly Ripa in live with Kelly and Ryan he replaced former NFL player Michael Shahan you know the guy with the gap tooth in his mouth he talk like this um, <laughs> uh, he's the creator of the Ryan Seacrest distinction line of clothes sold exclusively at Macy's in a skincare line uh, called Polished for Men um, all right so he's got a clothing line he's got a personal skincare line um, he hosts a number of the red carpet events for e including the academy awards and the emmys uh, and also like i said for uh, since 2009 they renamed the annual program dick clark's new york rock and eve with ryan seacrest in 2013 signed a contract extension with the show uh so yeah i mean listen he hosts all these major award shows i don't understand how these guys can make all this money just hosting these award show aaron it could be worth 450 million dollars and have a clothing line that probably nobody buys who shops at macy's anymore (laughs) (laughs) right where is there is no macy's left they're all fucking closed 
Oh <laughs> man, Macy's. I mean, yeah, I have one in my mall that's that's in my neighborhood, but uh, a lot of those anchor stores are moving out of the malls. Yeah, it's too expensive. Everyone's buying their shit online. Number one, number two, it's like nobody wants to go to a mall anymore. You know, the mall's not cool anymore. The mall used to be cool. You know, well, but back now, in the eighties and nineties, when people used to hang out at the malls, they used to like uh, skate inside uh, and like you know hit the fountain, and uh, the the cops uh, used to chase them away on their skateboards. Uh, yeah, back when the girls used to wear like the the headphone radios, and uh, they have the inline skates and roll around. Uh, yeah, refer <laughs> to the movie Mall Rats. I mean, that's a good remember Mall Rats that movie. I mean, you want to see what the malls were like when me and Air Dog were growing up. That's that's what I think mm -hmm. of the mall. You know. I mean, malls malls haven't been cool for I want to say about at twenty years. You know, I it's been a long time since I've seen some like uh, e even any kids that I know want to go and say, "Hey, I want to go hang out at the mall." Um, like, what are you know. a drug I, addict? I'd be like, what are you a drug addict? <laughs> I don't think it's really a thing anymore. I don't think kids want to go and hang out at the mall and walk around anymore. Listen, unless there's something is... to do there. unless you're going to see a movie or going to get food or i'm going there for like a specific like you know store like you won't find me at like at the mall like there's i have to go there for a specific reason otherwise hmm. you're not going to catch me there you know what's funny is um i went to uh the mall you know close to over here now um you know the brass uh, mill center which you know turned into probably the biggest piece of shit mall and aaron one store that i i you know i do love is i love american eagle and i love their jeans they have fucking their jeans fit me fucking great they look nice they're comfortable i've always loved american eagles jeans for some reason i have always i've always loved them. so I remember this was maybe three or four months ago in the beginning of the summer. I fucking went there. I'm like, and it still said that American Eagle was open in this location of the mall. I go there. Okay. So the, it's fucking closed. The American Eagle is closed. And guess what is in place of the American Eagle that I used to shop at? I mean, I remember this was open since I was a kid. They put a dentist's office inside this mall where the fucking American Eagle was. There's a dentist's office in there. I walk by, there's like people sitting there with little kids waiting to get like dental exams and cleanings and shit. I'm like, are you fucking serious? They, they close oh the fucking- Oh my gosh, that is, so, that is so disheartening, man. You show up and like, you're like, I'm going to do some shopping at my favorite store and you get there and it's a freaking dentist's office, man. That <laughs> yeah. is like, that is a kick in the nuts. That's uh, yeah. that's like the last thing you want to see yep. when you go anywhere. Like, I, I hate going to the dentist. It's never a good time going to the dentist. Yeah, is, aren't the mall supposed to be fun? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to the mall. Oh, by the way, we're going to get a cleaning too while you're there. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, thought we were, I thought we were going for like some, you know, we're going to go watch a movie, you know, maybe go to Sparrow Pizza, get a, a nasty slice of fake New York pizza and, uh, you know, maybe do a little shopping. No, we're going to go there and we're going to go get your teeth cleaned and maybe drill too if you are got some cavities. In there. Nah, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah no, the, all the good stores. <laughs> All the good stores are on their way out. And I think I think I talked to you about this a couple of shows back, but um, all of the major anchors that are like used to be, uh, you know, the JC Pennies and the the, mm -hmm. uh, the the major stores, they're being replaced with gyms. Did you hear about that? Like uh, the people that want to work out, those are the that's actually what these mall chains are looking for. They're looking for like gyms to take over the major anchor outlets and they're doing this because they think that the people who hit the gym they're going to stay there longer they're going to shop they're going to eat and those are the people that i guess like spend money i guess that's like a like a like a gen z type of demographic that's what they want in the malls wow. now gym rats that's what they want to make all of the malls of america
sweaty people walking around after their fucking workout yeah, with their fucking protein yeah. shake in their hand. Yeah. I, oh, that, I, I could see like the layout of the building being good for a gym, but the demographic, I, I don't know. That's maybe above my head. That's, <laughs> that's what I read. That's I'm just, I'm just reporting the news. Jeez. Well, it's just sad, man, that that's where it's come to. I don't know. I mean, listen, I remember the fucking mall being a great place to go to. And, you know, nowadays it's just, you know, it, you drive by them and it's almost sad. There's <sighs> a uh, there's a series that I, I've seen on, on YouTube. It's called the Dead Mall Series. It's uh, with this guy, Dan Bell, that I actually know pretty well. I've talked to him before. He's a really good, um, you know, he, he makes really cool videos. He's a. He's like a cinematographer, Aaron. He makes like his own movies and stuff. And he does a series on there called the Dead Mall series. And you want to see something really not only scary, but just like it's it's kind of heart wrenching is this guy breaks into old malls that are closed. He finds like a door open somewhere in the mall and he walks through with his camera and he plays this creepy music in the background. And it's almost like old mall music. It's weird, dude. It's very strange. And he walks through and he shows you all the old stores, how they're all kind of still intact and shit. And it's like almost like these, it's like almost like the zombies came, you know, and and everything got deserted and everything is still kind of there. It's very strange. Like a gotta, time capsule, kind of a, like, a, yeah. just like a, a ghost town, things they just picked up and they left. And yep. uh, yeah, you know, I, I think that the creepiest places are like those old Chuck E. Cheeses that have been abandoned, that have the old mechanical, uh, you know, guys that play the instruments, the old robots. Bots oh yeah, those are like yeah. those. Those scary. are super creepy. Oh, and the mole people that live in tunnels uh, used to live there, and uh, yeah, mm. those are scary, dude. The, the, the fucking little guys that used to come out of Chuck E. Cheese, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, you go over there for a pizza party," and then you go into a little theater and they pop <laughs> out of the stage and they're dancing around and shit. You're like, what the fuck? It's like, what, what am I doing here? I remember, I remember when I was like. I remember when I was a kid, I thought Chuck E. Cheese was like an amusement park. The first time I went there, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go on all the rides and shit. I got there. I'm like, wait, this is it. It's just like a fucking giant arcade with with a fucking stupid mouse running around. This is this is Chuck E. Cheese. It sucks. Chuck E. Cheese was very disappointing for me as well. You know, they had crappy <laughs> sheet pizza. They had, you know, they had the, the smelly ball pit, ski ball and some crappy prizes. And uh, yeah, it was it was a really lame experience. I, I don't think I wanted to go back the, after I went for like one time. I don't think I ever wanted to go back to a Chuck E. Cheese after that. I was over it. Yeah. It's a good place to get ringworm nowadays. <laughs> you know, get some get yourself some ringworm. Just go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> But yeah, like, I mean, Hanny's saying, you know, the malls, they're adding places like arcades, escape rooms, game board places with bars. That's actually happening uh, over at the mall that I, that's in my neighborhood too. They've got, uh, they've got, they did add an escape room, which I think is pretty cool. I want to check that out. Um, they are trying to add arcades, which is, you know, uh, the, the new arcade games, I mean, the prices are insane, but they're adding places like, um, uh, like a Dave and Buster's, which is more like adult oriented. It's got a bar so you can go and, yeah. uh, you know, spend some money, have some drinks and some appetizers. And they've got some really cool, like, you know what, but the games are so hey expensive now. at these, uh, arcades now they're like, you know, you're spending five bucks for four minutes on a, on an arcade game. And, um, th but they're crazy. Some of these, you know, these games are actually pretty cool. Have you played any, any of these new arcades at, at any of the new arcades, Joe? I've tried to, I mean, listen, when I went to Chicago, I went to a place called Barcade, which was cool. It was a fucking giant bar with just a whole bunch of different games and shit. I mean, it was all older stuff. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there a lot of the, yeah, there a lot of those bar arcade type places are popping up and shit. That's cool. I mean, that's, that's fun. That's a good place to like bring a girl on a date and shit for her first time. You know what I mean? It kind of, you know, it, I don't know. It's a good 
I like it when I go the there and there's somebody that's really, really experienced at like Dance Dance Revolution, and you have like uh, like a, a, a thirteen or fourteen year old laid out. It's just like it's like some kid. He's just like nasty, and he's just killing it at like dan- like DDR, and he's just like smashing the the pads and doing his thing, like backflips and you know break dancing on the freaking pads and just destroying it. And then there's a crowd and they're all cheering him on. Like that's that's cool if you like if you ever having a, a chance to go there and you know some sort of like. Uh, um, kid that's yeah. a frequenter there man go to, that's a that's actually a fun time so you i've know had I the do? pleasure of seeing that once or twice in my lifetime it's that's actually a good time i'm the type of guy that walks what walks by and just goes like this he goes show off and just keeps walking <laughs> that's me <laughs> Fucking show off fuck out of here B- bp fuck. any room is an escape room that i'm in for the ladies they want to escape as soon as i walk in <laughs> go, go on a date take them to an escape room ha <laughs> ha you're mine oh. now, <laughs> forever. <laughs> wow, fuck BP. That was pretty harsh on yourself, and I like it. It was funny. Hello. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, guys, listen. Let's get into some music here, Air Dog. We got a lot more to get to. Um, I got two new phony phone calls lined up. What else we got in the list here? Oh, I wanted to get into. I was, I was talking. I think you, you had to leave the show for a second to get your mic back up, but I wanted to circle back. Um about that uh new zealand um gas emissions from the cow story i got a, a little follow-up to that how they have uh made now it's called cow bucha it's a probiotic to actually reduce the methane in cows over new zealand can you believe oh that's it? right yeah so for any listeners that have missed uh the, our last week's episodes we were talking about uh new zealand they just released um a notice to their farming uh population their cows and their sheep and their cattle they're all burping and farting too much it's depleting the ozone and they're laying down attacks for all of the flatulence and emissions that their cows and sheep are letting out into the ozone uh and they're taxing them to uh, for what reason uh, to boost the economy to do research to save the planet we don't know <laughs> but joe you got an update on that what are, did they did they come up yeah. with a way to to help the cows Yes, it's with a special probiotic drink influenced by the uh, old famous kombucha that we uh, you know love and glorify here on the show. So well, yeah, we'll get to that when we come back. It's, we got a lot of stuff to get to here. Lots of crazy shit. I wanted to talk to um, what else did I have in here tonight? I wanted to ask your um, about this Heidi Klum and, and her daughter uh, Lenny posing in this lingerie ad. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but uh, Jesus Christ, the fucking backlash on that. Oh, I actually gosh. watched it. I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I'll get to that. We'll talk about that. I got a lot of shit to get to air dog. Plenty of fun stuff too. Oy, as well. oy, oy. Yeah. Did you? Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Hey now. Ooh. I like this Are one right here. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. Here I come. Oh, you're coming? Okay, me too. I'm coming. <laughs> All right. I'm coming right here, guys. This is uh, Pretty Poison right here with Catch Me, I'm Fallen. Joe Antonio Show live here with Air Dog. We'll be right back. We got lots more to get to. Stay tuned.
Surprise! Pretty poison right there with Catch Me on Fallen right here. Joe Antonio Show, guys. Welcome back. Hey, uh, Aaron, you know where I heard that song the other night? I was watching that fucking show Dahmer. I'm trying to, like, slowly get through that shit without uh, puking all over the place. Uh, watching that fucking show. <laughs> hey, what's that. up, man? Yeah, you want you want to have some brewskis? I got some in my fridge. We can it's... party hardy. How yeah. far did you get through that? Did you watch all that yet? I mean, I'm only on, like, I did. I, I, oh. I did. Do you remember when that I song came on, though? Do you remember when that song I just played <laughs> came on? They're in the hotel room and shit, and he's, like, dancing around, and like, and then, like, all, oh, my God. I was just like, oh, fuck, Christ, dude. What a series, man. Dahmer. Oh, I couldn't I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop watching it. Like every oh, every Ugh. episode I wanted to watch the next one. It was like a, it was a binge-worthy series. I wanted to watch it all in like a weekend. So bad. I mean, listen, I feel degrading when I watch that fuck. You know what's funny, Aaron, is uh last night I watched a few episodes of it and um one of the one of the guys I work with um he got me um he said he's like he's like, "Bro, I'm going to the dispensary uh in in Massachusetts cuz you know, obviously in Massachusetts you can just go there and, you know, legally buy pot whenever the hell you want." So, I had him get me I'm, I'm pulling out of the package here right now. Hold on. I got one of those little um kind of disposable vape pens, you know, marijuana. Yeah. 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 So, I got myself one cuz I was like, "You know what? Maybe I need to chill out a little bit, you know? I think if anybody needs to smoke a little pot once in a while, it's uh it's your old boy, uh, your old pal Joe Antonio, right?" Doing some dabs, brah? No, oh no, I don't do dabs. No, I don't, I don't get down that. But uh, I don't go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Dabs, dude. I, I'll fucking I'll dab myself on the ground. I'll never wake up. But um, I got this. Uh, it's called. It's uh, the strain of the pot is called Tupelo Honey. And um, so I've never had one like this because this thing is rechargeable. It's pretty cool, and it's just a slick pen. It's, you can see the liquid in it, and uh, it's nice and discreet. It fucking, it smells like weed. Even just like, I just pulled it out of the pack because I literally had it out of the package last time. I'm like, what the fuck? It smells like pot in here. I'm like, aren't these things supposed to be discreet? But it stinks. So I knew it was good. Oh, with, no, yeah. Those things, they they still smell like weed. You're not going to oh, yeah. get out of that it's so easy. So um, I bought one and I um, I ended up taking, uh, listen, the first time I took out of the package, I'm like, I've hit these things before. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take two monster hits. And listen, one or two hits off of these things, I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll be comfortable. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be zooted, but, you know, I, um, I took a fucking, hey now. I took a one hit off this thing last night. And then I was like, holy shit, I haven't felt like this in a while, dude. I actually felt really good. So then I sat down and I watched Dahmer. While I was like, you know, a little baked and I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. I don't know if maybe watching it while I was high, it actually like enhanced watching the show. But I was like, I, I was at the scene where he was cutting open the uh, the bags with the blood in the UV bags. <laughs> He's drinking it and shit. I'm like, oh, my God. Drinking dude. him straight. Yeah. Yeah. He, I remember that scene. Yeah. He he took home the blood packs. And yeah. And he's Why drinking. They, yes. Yeah. Fucking oh, disgusting. that made me. Oh, I don't think the human body is meant to uh, drink that like a like a Kool Aid ecto cooler, <laughs> like like a Kool Aid jammer. I don't think you're supposed to drink those things like that. <laughs> yeah, it looked like that too. Like you know, like you had to poke like a Capri Sun. It's almost like what he looks like he was drinking out of it. <laughs> but it was crazy. I'm like Jesus Christ. Speaking of which, listen, I'm gonna take a little hit off this thing. Let's take, let's take a little hit. Let's let's get a little uh, let's get a little high here on the Joe Antonio show. vibing. <laughs> it's choking <laughs> dude it, it's fucking pretty strong i mean that's it that's it that's all i need i need one little hit i'll sleep like a baby tonight i will clear yeah i'm cool 
now I'm straight. I mean, what a what a great great invention! Those little disposable. I remember the days of just having to fucking chop up weed and throw it in a blunt and do all this. Giant fuck that, dude. Now I could just walk around anywhere and puff and get high. It's cool. So much work. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it used to be. So, now it's so convenient. I'm so glad that it's actually just like uh, it's been. Oh, just legalized in the state of Connecticut and you can go and you can just uh, get it. I did hear a review about, um, did you hear about the, the Delta eight variant of the, uh, the weed that they're saying is kind of like a, it's a, it's not real weed. It's a, it's a laboratory constructed strain and it's kind of along the same, um, uh, level as like spice and these, uh, uh, dispensaries are trying to sell that instead of the real thing. Oh, God. And, uh yeah so that's something yeah keep an eye out if you're out there and you're shopping at the, anybody across the country uh you know do your research check it out it's called delta eight and um it, it looks just like the flowers so if somebody's trying to sell you some some butt at any one of these uh these legalized dispensaries um yeah. you know just uh, make sure it's the real thing because I, I don't think they've done the research on this delta eight thing um it's well, a little I like bit darker about... it looks kind of black and so that's the way you can tell but yeah what I like about this dispensary that I got this pen from, <clears throat> it's got a little QR code on it. And it's like you can scan it to get all the test results from this thing. And I'm reading through it. I scanned it just. For, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. So, it's yeah, weird. it's it's, it's got like the, the CBDAs and the CBDBs and the TH and the uh, and the cannabinoids and all these. Yeah. And the specs. I'm like, who kinda, cares? I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> but I, does it get me high? Is it going to get me fucked up? That's all I care about. I just want to get high. Yeah. That's it. I don't want to. I don't want to get, you know, if, but that's nice that at least they disclose all that, you know, and I guess they have to for medical reasons and shit with these dispensaries. They got to, you know, play tight to the cuff as far as, you know, legality stuff. They have to make sure that they're, you know, they're doing all the things right by that. But I don't know. Listen, I don't uh, if, if I can just go to a dispensary like that and just pick up a fucking pen for thirty five bucks and, and be happy with it. I'm dude, I'm game. I'm cool. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what did they have those over in, in, uh, where, whereabouts in Connecticut do they, do they have a decent dispensary? Well, Cause it's no, my, um, my buddy went across the, uh, mass. He went to mass and he went to, um, uh, some great Barrington, Massachusetts, and he ended up getting it from there. I mean, and I use, I just told him, I'm like, next time you go, just, you know, let me know, man. I was like, I'll, I'll give you some money and, you know, grab me a pen. He's like, cool. And I was like, I'll buy you your own if you want. He's like, all right. So he told me he was going. I, he went over the weekend and got it for me, and I was, I was like, I was happy as a pig and shit yesterday. I was like, because I needed just a, uh, a little pen, just, you know, take a little hit or two here once. I'm not, listen, Aaron, I'm, I'm not like I used to be anymore. I can't, if I take a hit, I'm cool. I'm straight. You know, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, I don't you need, are, I don't you need... are far from a, from a big pothead. Anybody with a, you don't have a huge tolerance. You're not hitting bongs, uh, you know, every freaking no. morning when you wake up. You're, yeah, you're not a wake and bake guy. I get it one hit and i'm fine dude and i'm cool i just want something like if i'm watching fucking tv or something it's it's a little bit more interesting you know what i mean it, it makes things a little bit you know uh stand out a little bit more you know you're watching a good movie or you're listening to something you know you listen to music you know, it makes it stand out a little bit I'm, that's where i'm cool and it's my cutoff with pot you know the, the minute i start getting like where i'm a fucking space cadet then i'm like all right and this isn't fun anymore yeah <laughs> Yeah, when I had my weed card out in California, I remember uh, when I went out there. You know, the, the for the first time back then. I mean, I this was I was new to the scene, and this was uh, like 
I went to the boardwalk and it was so easy to get like my weed card. I literally went down to the boardwalk in Venice, walked into a shop. I actually met a, a girl on the boardwalk and it was supposed to be $80 to go and get your weed card back then. And um, a girl like uh, said, uh, oh, I'm here on vacation uh, with my family from Virginia and I'm only here for four days, but I want to get my weed card while I'm out here. But they're, you know, shopping. And I'm like, well, they're doing a two for deal here. So he went in, split the cost and it was 40 bucks each and i went in there and we both did a, a multiple choice questionnaire they it was one of those things where the doctor said do you sleep too much do you sleep too little no problem do you eat too much do you eat too little no problem do you talk too much do you or do you have anxiety and shut down no problem check any box it doesn't matter you're walking out of this office with a card and you walk out you're in the dispensary and you're buying your pipe or your bong or whatever you want and you <laughs> And you're walking out awesome. with weed. It was like it was it was like the easiest thing to acquire. It didn't. That's they didn't it, care if you were out of state or not. It was just like here you go. California that's, was. That's how it, it always should be. That's how it always should be. It should have been like this years ago, Aaron. And why I don't know, but whatever. It is what it is. I mean, it's just. I think people made a little bit too big of a fucking deal about this shit. Now all of a sudden you got people praising it. You know, oh my god, saving people's. Well, yeah, we've been telling you that for the last fucking fifty years that it wasn't a drug. It's treated like a drug because you fucking you, you made it illegal. Yeah, so, of course. You, anything you make illegal, like, can you imagine if they made alcohol illegal? Like, imagine if we were still in the prohibition era and alcohol was uh, fucking illegal. Oh, I, oh my lord, that would that was crazy. They they took that off the sh like the whole prohibition thing. They decided no, we we need to give these guys their booze because everybody's losing their fucking minds. Give them their fucking alcohol. Uh, give it back to them. But Joe, what? How? I don't understand. Like, e and this is still true uh, to this day in California. The federal government. Like weed is legal and it's also illegal. It just depends on which cop is knocking on your door. You right. have the federal cops, the FBI, if they're talking to you, then yeah, the federal law says it's illegal. But if, uh, if the locals are talking to you, then you're, you're good to go. You can say, Hey, what's up? Uh, you know, and you can have it in your hand and you can smoke in front of them and you're good to go. So I'm still like, I still don't understand how that like duality can exist, how you can have, there's no the rhyme or reason. Law. Yeah, there's no rhyme. Like, how can it be illegal and legal at the same time? That like the federal government says you're fucked, but the local government says it's cool. So it's like I, I still don't, I still don't get that. Um, how do you, you know, follow? The, how do you ago, follow? How do you follow those laws? That's right. I mean, how, how do you follow like you know local or federal laws if it's it's fucking completely different in in each category? You, you never can. You're you're, you're fucked basically. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't really understand. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, um, Biden actually did this thing where he gave a federal um, like release of all of the, the federal marijuana possession crimes. And he like basically said anybody that is, is going through or has had any, uh, you know, um, marijuana related possession charges, that's um, they're yeah, all yeah. they're all wiped out, you know, um, but the the the. <laughs> The problem with that is that like 97% of the marijuana crimes in the United States, they're all state possession charges. You're not getting braided by the FBI typically when you get caught with marijuana, right? So all of those people that, you know, really got um, – had any benefit from Biden's like move, uh, it was – it was it didn't really impact them because they were caught by the state cops or, you know, under their local authority. <laughs> But care. I think I think it was more of like a gesture. I think Biden was saying like, hey, you know, I'm doing this. So, hey, governors, why don't you kind of like follow suit and kind of like do the same thing, do the right thing and like 
kind of like kick them in the ass to try and say, Hey, you know, like, and, and that's cool. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad that at least at like the federal level, um, I'll go with you know, kind of coming. Yeah. I'll go with Hoff on that kinda one. He coming. said bu- buying votes. Yeah. That's all he's fucking doing. He's yeah. Fucking doing. I mean, it, it, the guy, the guy definitely needs to do something right. He needs a win. That's for yeah. sure. Tune on 28. <laughs> you're uh, live on the show. Welcome, man. What's going on? No, I had a question. Is uh, I thought it was only illegal federally due to uh, taxes and not being able to be taxed, and it was more of the money issue than it was the drug issue, right? I thought it was more of a uh, they can't tax it, so they don't want it, and it's usually when guys go out and buy things with cash that they, that that's when they come to their house. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, why why is this guy buying everything in cash? Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah, I I do know that these dispensaries and these. These growers, they 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 can't uh, they can't use federal banks. I know that's a thing that the you know these uh, these federal growers and these cannabis and these these suppliers, the people that are doing it legit, they actually can't use any any federal banks, which like is kind of a, a crippling move. I you know because the federal government still it's illegal. So there's. Yeah, so it, it it is it is still like a money thing, and I think that um, I think that any uh, state or it, it it all boils down to money. If it's going to generate revenue, I think for either your town, yeah. your state, uh, you know, if it's going to make money um, or generate some type of income, then they're going yeah. to don't get me wrong. Listen, they, don't don't listen to the people that are out there saying, "Oh, we're legalizing marijuana because it's going to help people that got cancer." They don't care. Those people don't give a shit. They use the medical thing as a term. The only thing they care about is the bottom line and how they're they're taxing it and making money from it. They don't care. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't care if you're fucking if your dad's fucking dying of cataracts or you know whatever. They don't give a fuck about that. They care about the bottom line, dude. They don't care about people dying and that, you know, this could actually help people, yeah, yeah. you know, survive cancer patients and shit. Yeah. The only reason it got made legal is because it was uh, be able to be, they could make, they found a way to tax it. Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, there are medical benefits. There are things that, you know, uh, make like, you know, the, it gives a better lifestyle to people who are suffering from cancer and long-term and the, you know, the mental, um, there are there are benefits medical you know it's been proven that there are benefits to you know marijuana but uh i i i do believe that at, yeah yeah they, they like, even have it, they even have it for pets now they even give it to dogs cbd for dogs you know for your dog get your dog a prescription hey i'm all for it but they're sitting back and they're watching these drug dealers you know make all this money and put all the money in their pockets and they know they're not going to be able to stop them it's really just a it's it's a harmless drug it and it, for them to sit back and watch all of the money go into their pockets they were sitting back and they're saying no way like why are we allowing that to happen when we could get our the pie and well, they, all I know is, listen, that uh, that pen I got here, and that was the easiest drug deal I ever met. I just, I, I ever did. I just, I told my, um, you know, my my friend I work with, I'm like, hey, you're going to the dispensary, grab me a pen, grab yourself one, and then, uh, you know, I gave him the money through through Venmo. I Venmoed him the money to go get. Then, he, then all I had to sure. do was just coming up. Then I came in on Monday, and boom, it's on my desk. I'm like, wow, that was the easiest drug transaction I've ever had to make. Right. Imagine people that were doing that with, if they were doing that with cocaine and crack back in the day. Oh my God. We'd have so much fucking heroin addicts running. It'd be like resident evil outside your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking so oh, easy. Yeah. You know, but no one would want to do it anymore. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's, yeah, it's yeah. something, I don't know. I don't know if these numbers are accurate, but I think it's something like 23 or 24, 25 states have like already uh, said that it's full for recreational use, you know, over the age of uh, 18 or 21, depending on your state. But uh, 50% of the, in even Puerto Rico, it's legal. So things are heading in the right direction. So like, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. I don't care. Listen, I'm not, listen, I'm, I've always said that I'm not a big fucking pot smoker. I, I, this little pen, Aaron, I think that thing, it's got like a, I don't even know how much is in that the oil and shit. I, that thing will probably last me like fucking six, seven months. Cause I don't, I just, I take a puff here and there. When I, I come home and I had a bad day, boom, you take a puff. You can't sleep at night. Boom. You take a puff. I'm not sitting there like all fucking day, you know, huffing on this fucking thing. It's <laughs> wasting it. Cause you're never going to get more high than you already are. I already learned that lesson when I was a kid you know, smoking fucking 10 joints in a day. And it's like, oh, what am I doing? I'm just wasting weed at this point. I'm not going to get any more high than I'm already fucking high. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when your tolerance is that high. I, I was talking to a friend of mine actually two days ago and, you know, and she's sitting there, she's twisting it up and, and smoking. And uh, she's, I don't even know why I do this every single day. It doesn't even do anything for me anymore. It's just <laughs> a habit of like, it's like an oral fixation. Like I just need something to do just to like get through the day but like it's it's not even affecting them anymore like it's it's uh it's like smoking a cigarette and uh it's it's it is what it is know. man i don't, I don't know. know i don't know how that's possible man because i used to smoke weed all the time and i did a dab one time just to see what it was like because it didn't exist when i smoked and i was on my ass <laughs> yep me too i that you know what it is what's funny time is right now when i smoke i actually feel like the first time i smoked which was enjoyable as I got older and I smoked so much and it wasn't fun anymore. I'm like, this is fucking boring. Like, what am I doing? Like, oh, yeah, I feel a little, feel feel a little dumb. Yeah. I felt weird and stupid. And I, I was getting like anxiety. I didn't want to be around anybody. When I first smoked, I was like, Oh, see now that's, what's cool. Aaron is like, now that I've, I've kind of just, I've slowed it and I, I haven't done it for so long. Now, when I take that first puff, I'm like, Oh man, I feel like a kid again. I, I want to watch TV. I want to play a video game. I want to go eat fucking food. Out of the, that's, that's the fun part of being not, not fucking, you know, smoking so much that you're a fucking dope all day yeah just laughing your ass off at absolutely nothing yeah you know what i was you know what i was thinking i'm gonna do this weekend guys is on saturday i'm gonna take a couple puffs i'm gonna clean my whole house because i used to love cleaning my house when i was fucking high because you know you really get into it you're you're fucking scrubbing every surface i mean you know it looks like you know you had maids come in and clean the place so i figured that's gonna be my plans for this weekend guys i'm gonna uh I'm going to take a couple puffs and I'm going to clean the whole house. Dude, you'd be a great, you'd yeah. be a great slogan commercial for weed then because everyone says it makes you lazy. Oh, dude, no, it's, it does. Yeah. yeah. It's, it depends on what you get. See, I got a hybrid. I mean, this, this little pen thing here and I got a hybrid. So it's a, it's a cross between like the indica that kind of puts you on your ass, you know, and the sativa that gives you a little bit of energy. So this is great. It's a perfect fucking match. I am a 100% sativa guy. When I, when I was in California and I went through that, oh, no. that like first two years of having, you know, my card, I went and I tried all the different strains and I talked to the bud tenders and I said, what does this one do? What's this one good for? And I found mm -hmm. what I liked and I found that I'm really a 100% sativa guy. Like yeah. it, it gets me more sociable. It makes me want to do things. If I just smoke a straight indica or even like even the hybrids, you know, they're going to put me on the couch and, or just knock me out or make me, uh, you know, I'm going to shut down and not even want to like converse with anybody. I'm not going to oh. like, you know, yeah, yeah. you're, you're, you're on the couch. Snore. Turn the snores on. I'm all done. But See you, you later. But, but you sleep like a baby. 
You sleep like a baby, though. Who cares? I mean, your eyes are glued shut when you wake up in the morning after you smoke a really good indica. You're like, oh, oh. it's like it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Well, yeah, guys. I mean, listen, I am. I'm happy that it's, um, you know, it's it's finally to a point, Aaron, where it's recognized and people realize that it's it's not all as bad as, uh, you know, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle commercials when they'd come on and they'd put the. Uh, you know, the, the egg on the fucking on the table and smash it with the saucepan and say, this is your brain on marijuana. <laughs> this yeah. is your brain on drugs. I've never felt like my brain was frying in a pan because I smoked a joint. That was the last thing that I thought my brain felt like. Yeah, nobody gets like that. I mean, fucking. That's just, way too much. The, that's the bad part. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what it is, too, is, you know, honestly, like now when you look at it would you ever like that's almost like how the media is today with how they fucking dictate shit it's almost like how it was back in the day with marijuana they were kind of like the media has never changed it's the same way they just try to push shit down your fucking throat that may oh yeah marijuana's bad and and this and that it's, fuck out of here stupid shit <laughs> it's never changed it's never going to nope. well hey, Aaron hey listen if you want hey yeah no problem time hey come on anytime brother appreciate you yeah absolutely man yeah Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. You know, and Aaron, too, it's, uh, you know, listen, I'm open and giving you an open invite. If you want to come over and hit the pen a couple times, we can, uh, you know, clean up the studio in here, you know, get to see, you know, go, go cut the lawn, <laughs> fucking do this. It sounds like you're trying to recruit me for a free <laughs> afternoon of labor, buddy. Yeah, come on over, man. You can help. <laughs> get, a couple, get a little stone, you know what I'm saying? Drink some beers. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a fun weekend if that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah you're, you're gonna end up playing uh, xbox uh for four hours <laughs> uh, yeah i know yeah hey so joe how much did you get done uh, i'm on level six in overwatch too <laughs> I, just, I just beat mike tyson and mike tyson's punch out uh, call me later <laughs> Fucking crazy. Oh, hey so yeah uh, you know circling back here and that whole um story that you had talked about i found a um an article today all right this is real news this isn't bullshit that they've actually made a um you know we were talking about the cows in new zealand giving um farmers kind of a headache because of how much they fart and shit i guess because of the, you know how small the atmosphere is down there it's basically their greenhouse gas emissions are through the roof they're taxing the shit out of farmers uh, they're having trouble with, you know, meat supplies, milk, beep, 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 all this shit. But uh, they've actually uh, came out. They came out with a probiotic drink, Air Dog, um, to help with this whole situation. And, uh, it's crazy, isn't it? How we talk about this all the time. How good it is. <laughs> you know, so this is, yeah, kamb kombucha, you know, it's it's great for your probiotic health and your gut health. And uh, I didn't realize that kombucha uh, actually reduced uh, your emissions, I guess we'll oh, call them now. I just let my emissions out of my throat right there. I mean, that's from the kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what it got. But yeah, I did see that you sent this over on our on our scratch sheet, Joe. And, you know, the, the cowbucha, as they're calling it, quote unquote, reduces cow burps as New Zealand farmers face livestock emissions charges. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's here. Take a what, listen. It's, what do you got awesome. for us? You've probably heard of kombucha, but how about cowbucha? The probiotic drink could be the key to lowering methane emissions from cows. Scientists in New Zealand say they've been conducting research with promising results after giving cows their cleverly named formula. So kombucha is a natural potential probiotic um, methane busting solution to reducing methane emissions on farm in New Zealand and potentially globally 
Researchers say they started out developing probiotics for humans, and when they discovered that their formula reduced methane produced by people, they thought why not try to achieve the same results in cows. When these animals burp, they release a considerable amount of methane into the air. It's a greenhouse gas that traps heat from the sun at dangerous levels. Some farmers were willing to try it out on their cows, and the results amazed these scientists. The true eureka moment for me was when we got the results of the first cattle trial back and we were able to show that we got a reduction in methane of up to 20% in those animals. And we've continued to be able to show um, reduction in the That's awesome. <laughs> I love that story. It's so good. You know what I wish they did, Aaron, is I wish uh, the girl recorded, like, the, the results were so good from our cows, you should actually hear some of the results. Here, listen. Wow, look at that. I mean, so much methane gas right now, we just reduce our emissions rate by 0.2%. I wanted to actually hear the cows, like, burping and shitting. That would have been funny. <laughs> I like, do. Hey, I, I just think it's. I think it's just hysterical that they're putting all this money and research into ways to make their cows burp and fart less, <laughs> so that they can save the planet. That's. <laughs> I hope they never come out with stuff like that for us here. You know, listen. I love a good fart and a good burp. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But listen, you got to understand it's affecting their, um, you know, their economy over there. It's in New Zealand's a very, very small place. So I mean. They're very smart people over in New Zealand, but uh, to, it's know, not that small. It's an entire. It's an entire. It's New Zealand's bigger than I think you think it is. <laughs> New Zealand's like the size of Hawaii. If you put Check all the islands Atlas, together, bro. That's not that <laughs> if you put them all together. <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah, you put all the islands together. It's about the same fucking size. Oh my gosh! All right, I'll fact check you later, buddy. <laughs> well, you know, no, you're right. I mean, listen, it is a little weird that like they're going that all out to kind of. But hey, listen, if it's going to help their economy, I mean, I don't. I, listen, I don't live in New Zealand. I fucking sure wish I did because if you've ever seen pictures, of how beautiful it is there. Uh, it's a, oh, hell it's a lot gorgeous. nicer than it's living. It's absolutely in gorgeous. Yeah, well, I mean, fuck, I would love to be there. I'm sure the people are cool as hell too. You know? They are awesome. I know a few people from New Zealand and they are absolutely the most wonderful people. I have got to tell you, I don't know what they're doing down there, but they are breeding like like the 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 most personality and I just I love the accent. Um I love everything about like Australia and New Zealand. Like they just have a way of life that is just so like sunny and cheery and um the way that they they can guzzle beer. They like just like the Australians can, but um, they, psh, great people. Got I feel actually I actually feel a little bit bad. I feel kind of sorry for them that they're having to go through this like taxation thing. It's kind of bullshit. I feel and well, hey, I listen, we, I didn't we, think I didn't think that the ozone was that bad. I, I didn't. Mm -hmm. Now they got Cowbucha. That's where they filmed Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and you have all of those like beautiful the beautiful scenery with the mountains yeah. and the the fields that go on forever and the forests and the beaches and the surfing is amazing and um but it's gorgeous it's gorgeous down there so uh, i'm surprised that they're having such such a time with the ozone you're right though because a lot of the people that live in new zealand you ever notice they are very happy people and you know the reason why it's because they live in a fucking beautiful place and nobody really does anything to them like you know they, they have a government there but they just let you kind of like i don't know live a life you know what I mean? They're, they're not oh. fucking up your Hanny, ass. Hanny J, Hanny J, she did fact check us. Uh, it, it says it's the same service area as Colorado. Wait, hold on a second. New Zealand is as big as Colorado? Really? 
that's that's what our 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 staffer googler says uh Jeez. that it's the same surface area as colorado so i thought wow. it was bigger than that i thought it was fucking the size of like i don't know rhode island <laughs> <laughs> I mean, colorado's pretty uh, big it's like delaware if you snapped it in half that's what i thought i don't know <laughs> colorado's a pretty big state it is hey listen guys but i thought i thought new zealand was even bigger than that so yeah it's it's been a while since i looked at a fucking you know a road atlas you know <laughs> i thought it was huge you thought it was the side of rhode island yeah it's okay so i don't care how big it is I, I don't care how big it is i still want to go there colorado's a pretty big state if you think about it it is <laughs> you know? well I, I was way off on that one. Jeez. Uh, what did I say? Hawaii with all the islands put together? <laughs> oh, Hawaii is probably like a little bit bigger than Rhode Island. <laughs> I, I, you know, listen, I was only joshing right there. No, I really did. <laughs> Rhode, Rhode Island is probably, I, I would say Rhode Island is probably like a third of the size of Connecticut. And Connecticut is a small ass state. Jeez. Well. Well, hey, listen, 4.5 million people. I mean, that's really not that bad. I don't know. I still want to go there. That's maybe one of those places that I'll go in uh, one day. Bucket Ooh. list. Hey, now. Bucket list. Yeah, hey, now. Uh, Air Dog, let's do this. Hey, uh, now. Got a new phony phone call here lined up. Why don't we do that? Um, let's see. Where do I put it? I'll put it somewhere. Uh, I forgot if I've... No, I don't think I've ever played this one. This is good calling a um a radio show and asking them to name that tune it's a religious show i love when they prank these religious shows i don't know why <laughs> it's just so fucking great yeah this is uh yeah you're gonna like this one here dog here we go oh uh, laverne are you gonna go to service on sunday yeah really yeah really hold on kiddo hold on mm. hello 337 hi it's howard hi Yesterday, this song was stuck in my head. I don't know the lyrics, but I can't remember who does this song. You could probably help me out. All right. Well, I'm glad to have first time you came on the show. I'm sure you didn't come on the show to play Name That Tune. I'll sing it for you. Oh, all right. Let's give yep. it a shot. Go ahead. Take it to the mountain, mountain. You could take it to the end. Wow. You have wow. to sing a little bit more for oh, me. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, you have to sing a little. You can take it to the mountain. You have to sing a little you bit more. You can jump though. into the fire, but you'll never be free. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't. Oh. Jesus Oh, you know it. Of course you know it. I don't. I don't oh. uh, remember that song. So that song is stuck in your head, huh? Yes. Hello. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. First of all, you can take it to the mountain. <laughs> I know what song you're, I know what you're talking about. Really? Oh. Yeah, they played part of it in Goodfellas. What? Do you remember that part of Goodfellas when he was running in the helicopter? No. Driving from the, from the blah, helicopter? Blah, 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 blah. I've had it. Wow. He's upset. <laughs> He's All right, a, shut up. Come on, you, you're not. Fuck you! Wait a minute. I hate you! Come on. You fuck! What? <laughs> well, first of all, you are a cunt. Oh, hey, hey, not on Easter. Shut up, you fuck! Hey. You fucking fat cunt! Oh, God, oh Jesus, help Get me. off my phone! You called me. Who is it? Who's the caller? Oh, you fucking asshole. 
How dare you? This is a religious show. Who gives a fuck? Oh, my God. Fuck really? you. Suck my dick. <laughs> That's really inappropriate. Oh, where were we? Do you remember that part of Goodfellas when he was running in the helicopters? Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, do we have Howard back? What? You're live on the air. 317. You're live on the air. You can swim into the sea. <laughs> oh. Are we going to go through this whole thing? Fuck you. Oh, oh my God. God. Cunt. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Enough of that. What? You're getting trolled, Brian. Hey, what, what was that? I know. Well, it's that Howard guy. Go ahead, beautiful. We, you were making a comment. Go ahead. What was your comment? About what? the Jesse's. Oh, my God. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I mean, Maybe. you know. I'm shocked. Like, <laughs> fuck you can take it to the mountain, mountain. <laughs> and they, they oh never sang that song in Goodfellas. Just to no. let you know, that's one of my favorite movies. I can tell you that it was not the song that they sang uh, during the helicopter yeah. chase scene. No. Uh, but <laughs> that, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Isn't the name of that song, Take It to the Mountain? Yeah, Take It to the Mountain. It, 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 isn't it? <laughs> that makes it even was- better. The song was never played in Goodfellas, too, by the way. And you're right; those fucking hosts on those on that radio show were a bunch of fucking idiots. But uh, <laughs> I just, I, I love how he gets so pissed off. It's just like, fuck you, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it to, the, you can swim into the sea. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Lord, that's a good one. Oh, boy. oh man. Oh, hey now. Ooh, remember this one there, dog? A little 80s feel here on the show tonight. This was in Donnie Darko. Another yeah. great song. Tears, Tears for, for Fears. fears. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, now. Joe Antonio Show with Air Dog. We'll be right back.
Dude, oh, dude, Johnny Darko, one of one of my favorite films, man. I really freaking dig uh, that that whole film. I have so many fun facts about that movie. I haven't watched that movie in fuck. I don't even remember the last time. Fucking years. I mean, Probably it's at least it's 15 got years. Yeah, it's it's got it's got the Gyllenhaal brother and sister. It's got Patrick mm-hmm. Swayze, Drew Barrymore. Do you know that was um, Seth Rogen's first film? Wait a minute, Patrick Swayze was in fucking Donnie, Donnie Darko. Yeah, he was he was the the uh, the perverted. Uh, so all right, so Donnie Darko, there was um there was a guy that came in. He was like a motivational speaker. It was Patrick Swayze, and yeah. it was um and he came into the high school and it was like I'm not afraid anymore. And he was teaching the student like <laughs> students how to be like uh, how not to be assholes and how to stand up for themselves and how to love life and all that stuff. You know, yeah. like and so that was Patrick's. And he ends up being um his house ends up burning down. Donnie Darko goes into his dark mode, goes to I his remember house. That. And I he's just like <clears throat> and he burns the house down. That's Patrick Swayze's house. Yeah. I don't see that's the I haven't watched it in 15 years, so I forget that fucking Patrick Swayze was in that movie. Wow, he must have been really biting the bottom of the barrel to be in that movie at that point. Nobody ever thought oh, that movie dude, was no, going to be a he, big fucking had a huge cult following, obviously, years later. I mean, but. it flopped. I think it came out in like 2001, some, somewhere around there, early 2000s, and um, it flopped when it first came out, and it ended up having a huge cult following. Um, Seth Rogen was one of the uh, one of the assholes that was. Um, like a kind of like a pervert and he was hitting on um uh oh, hall's love interest and he's like oh boobs huh. like in like that like, classic <laughs> <Seth Rogen>. yeah, <laughs> yeah stupid laugh. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, who's I don't know. I don't know whose is worse. His or uh, what's her name? Maria Menounos. Oh my god. Or oh her fucking <laughs> laugh. Or, or who is the who's the woman that played the nanny on TV? Remember her? The nanny? The fuck was her name? Oh, Fran Drescher? God. Fran Drescher. Oy vey. Her fucking laugh. Fucking yeah. right. <laughs> <She's>... oh. <laughs> She was bad. Oy vey, babe. Uh, she, she, she reminds so... me of Peter Griffin's wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she does laugh like that. I never, never noticed that. No, but maybe, <laughs> you know what? I think I got to revisit that movie, Donnie Dar. It was a good movie. Oh, dude, it was, yeah, it's, it's all about, you know, the philosophy of time travel and, um, yeah, the grandma death. Remember her? She was like, uh, the, the yeah. creepy old lady that they almost run over. Frank I know is the a, rabbit and like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a whole it's thing. A very, you, know, you see the beginning. It's a sick movie, but listen, I'll tell you one thing. If I've been able to get through five episodes of Dahmer, I think that fucking, uh, re rewatching that movie, would be just, you know, like a walk in the park. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's a really intellectual movie you know it's it's and it the whole 28 days thing and it's the end of the world and there's a countdown and um there's like these these time blobs that protrude out of people's chests and they kind of yeah. like uh they and it predicts where that person's gonna go in the timeline of the future that was actually inspired the the writer of the movie was getting high when they watching john madden and he was watching the, <laughs> the freeze frames of john madden when like you know he would freeze and then he'd draw the lines where the uh players are going to run listen he's going to go how, right around how... here he's going to hit the linebacker <laughs> he's going to come back here you're going to see the swing pass a little shovel boom goes up the middle yeah I'm like, that was the inspiration for the time blobs coming out of the people's chests yeah and by the way make sure you get some tough acting to acting if you got athlete's foot yeah <laughs> <laughs> i still remember the fucking john madden with the it's he, a fucking tough acting to acting you know he's a these fucking guys with all this nasty athletes, spraying shit on their feet. Hey, he'll take tonight. I, I ended up my feet. 
Fucking nasty. Gross. I got to revisit. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll check it out. I definitely will. All right, um, guys, I want to get into this here. I don't know if you saw this. It's kind of newsworthy here. Um, Heidi Klum. You know who Heidi Klum is, right? She's pretty hot. I've heard of her. Yeah. And she, I mean, I'm looking at sure. pictures of her. Sure, sure. Um, I'm looking <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of her right now here on um, just kind of browsing my stuff. And she's got a little old. She's not that bad, but she's still hot. I mean, remember Heidi Klum back in the day? I mean, she was a fucking smoke show. Well, listen, there was this... Um, her daughter's a model. It's an 18-year-old girl. So they just posed in this fucking um, Italian lingerie commercial. And I, I watched the commercial just to kind of see because everyone was in fucking backlash. Like, oh, my God, honey, how could you let your own daughter pose in, in, a, in a lingerie uh, you know, commercial? And it's it's them. It's the mother and the daughter, Heidi Klum and her daughter. And, it, dude, it gets a little weird, Aaron, For even for, for me. I mean, they're fucking, like, dancing around and shit, and they're fucking kissing each other. I mean, dude, it's over the top. I could see kind of why, like, I don't know. I don't have kids. But I don't know if I'd ever okay, want it. Okay, so it's it's a little bit ick, and she's like sexualizing her daughter, and it's a little yeah. bit weird. Yeah. The moment and, she and, turns legal, because she's just turned eighteen. Right. Well, yeah, I know that's the that's the fucked up part about it too. Is yeah, she's legal, but the thing is too is like you know you got to look at it. Listen again, I don't have kids, Aaron. I'm a man, so I don't know if maybe if I was a woman and I had an eighteen year old daughter who looked pretty good, if I would just let her go out and you know show her tits and, and jump around on a bed I, I don't think i don't think i'd ever fucking do it I, I if i ever listen i'll tell you one thing right now aaron if i ever had kids all right god forbid which is never gonna happen i'm not having kids but if god forbid aaron if i ever had a fucking daughter for, dude forget about it i would probably just be like hey listen you're gonna have to go live at uncle aaron's house because i, I can't i'm not gonna be able to deal with you because you'd be bringing a guy home or something here that's it i'm fucking gonna kill him I wouldn't be able to do you're it. Gonna be that, gonna... You're going to be that overprotective father. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be bad. I would, Dude, I wouldn't go to sleep at night. You, know, you think I'm a fucking demented fuck now. You can imagine if I had a kid, especially a, a girl. Oh, fuck. I'd be done. <laughs> you know. But I don't... I, listen, I don't know standards-wise, Aaron. I mean, listen, if you were a woman, you had an 18-year-old daughter, she wants to be a model and shit, would you go jumping around with her in a fucking lingerie, uh, you know, photo shoot, video shoot? would you like condone that i don't know i mean i i do i kind of understand why they're getting all of the backlash it's a little bit cringe you know it's like uh but i mean heidi klum that's what she does she's been you know that's she's a launch she's a a swimsuit model she's you know she's been yeah. um a, you know a, a lingerie model for like so many years um and her daughter wants to get into the business but to promote your 18 year old daughter uh, and I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. Take a listen. I mean, I'm, guys. On, I'm on the fence we'll, with it. I'm on the fence. Me too. Now the lingerie campaign featuring supermodel Heidi Klum and her 18 year old daughter, which some people think is way too racy. It's the mother daughter photo shoot lighting up social media. Heidi Klum and her 18 year old daughter Lenny posed together in sexy lingerie for an Italian intimates brand, even sharing an innocent kiss but it's raising some eyebrows. The mother-daughter, I, I just can't, I, I can't even go there. Mom and daughter in lingerie in the same video shoot is just a bit ick. But the 49-year-old <laughs> mom and her mini-me do have supporters. The only reason for the negative comments is 100% pure jealousy. How is Heidi responding to the controversy? She's not. 
she turned off comments on her Instagram page, posting only, what a fun day shooting with my daughter. <laughs> I love the music in the background. Oh, 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 oh. I let, I let my daughter strip and she's in the laundry. She let the titties up. Listen, let me say something here. But I, um, let my daughter go on in the lingerie costume with her boobies hanging out. And I don't really care. Leave me the ball, figure it out. What the fuck? But listen, when I watched the actual commercial, Aaron, um, the, the daughter actually has bigger titties than Heidi Klum. I mean, she's got a nice rack on her. And listen, she's over the age in legal limits, so I can say that. Thank God. <laughs> so, right, fucking, right. Okay. It'd yeah, it'd be disgusting enough if she was under 18. But yeah, she is legal, Aaron. That's like you said. That's kind of like a cross between the ick. I, did you, is that a new word for you, Aaron? Ick? Because they said it in that clip. <laughs> is that like a new yes, word? Yes, ick. The new thing, ick? That's, in, that's yes. That's It's uh, been, yes, it's ick has been a thing uh, for a little while now, but they, it is. It's borderline ick. Mm, I guess that's a yeah, that's a new one for me. I don't think I'm hip enough to hear. Now I gotta start using that. My God, it's ick. <laughs> ick. Don't don't get me started on this shit. But yeah, I mean, listen, it, I don't know. Everyone's at their borderline with that, and I watched it. And yeah, Aaron, she's the the daughter's got a bigger rack than Heidi Klum does. She is better looking, and obviously it's because you know Heidi Klum's you know she's a little up there in age. You know. She, She's not the young calf anymore or whatever they call a fucking, you know. Sure. You know, I mean, she's she's coming up on, I want to say, 50, you know, something. I don't know, 40s. She's got to be up there. Yeah, she's kind yeah, of I annoying, mean, her, her too. Her daughter's in her prime, you know. She's 18 years old. I guess she wants to be a model. Listen, if you want to ever, if you wanted to become a model, this is probably the way to do it. Gain some publicity. You know, dance around on a, uh, in a commercial with your mom and kiss her. <laughs> I mean, this is a fucking... Is it weird? Yes. And is it, uh, as, as Aaron calls it, ick? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of disgusting, to be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's, just, uh, it's weird. It's a little weird doing it, like, with your mom. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's, mm, I don't know. I think that she probably could have scored a lingerie ad um, on her own merits. I think that she's uh, an attractive enough girl to yeah. get cast in a lingerie ad. Uh, you know, she's, like he said, she's well endowed. She's a beautiful girl. I think that just being the daughter of Heidi Klum is enough to get her in front Jeez. of any casting agent. <laughs> um, I, I Maybe Heidi just wanted to have one last moment in the spotlight. Maybe her daughter was doing her a solid and was like, mom, come along. I don't know. No. Well, BP you know, made a good point. I, he actually said that actually the daughter just by herself would have without her would have been a lot different. I think it would hey, have been, boner. It would have been, <laughs> it would have been a lot different. You know, nobody yeah. would have ever said, nobody would have said shit, but you got a 50 year old woman, you know, uh, uh, dancing around in lingerie with an 18 year old. I know it's her daughter and still, but they're kissing and shit. And, yeah. That's what makes it a little <laughs> weird. And I don't, I mean, it's, it's just a little bit more weird because it is mother and daughter. Um, if it was, even if it wasn't mother and daughter, if it was just some random 50 year old and an 18 year old uh, dancing, it would still be a little bit weird. I think that they should have just cast her daughter and Heidi should have sat this one out. Yeah, please. I just, I don't know. It's weird of a story it was that was coming out of it. People were like, oh, well, Heidi Klum's always been a little controversial anyway in her career. So you, you don't expect anything differently, but it's like now that you get people on social media can do, oh, this is like child abuse. It's not child abuse. She's the girl's, listen, the daughter's 18 years old. That's not child abuse. She can do whatever she wants. She's at a developed brain status right now, Aaron. Where she get if she wants to go dance around with her fucking titties hanging out at a titty bar, she can. 
She's 18. So if she wants to go, you know, she's jump 18. around and she, yeah, she wants to go jump around in lingerie on a, an Italian commercial and and make fucking three million dollars. Who cares? I would do it too. <laughs> she can make all the bad decisions she wants. She is of legal age. That's it. So I mean, you know, these people on fucking social media with this shit, like, oh, this is we should call DCF. DCF for she's not a child anymore. She's a fucking adult. She's eighteen years old. She's, you know, she can make her own decisions. You know, if she wants to be a fucking whore for the rest of her life, then so be it. Or if she wants to go and be a neuroscientist, I don't know, Aaron. It, you know, people all choose their paths differently, I guess, in life. <laughs> <laughs> I know I want to choose the path that makes the most money. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, I have to do what I have to do in life. So, you know, I mean, listen, look at Tony Montana. He wanted to be, a, a, you know, he wanted to make the most money that he could. But guess what? What was he in Scarface? Aaron, he was a drug dealer, right? Hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> chooses yeah, for, her path. First, yeah. If the girl wants to go wear fucking Victoria's Secret fucking skimpies on all day and walk around town and make money, I, I don't know. Listen, that's why the other one thing is, is, you know, with a hooker or a stripper or any of those, you can't, you can't knock those. They're, they're entrepreneurs, Aaron. Let's take a look at it. They're, they're entrepreneurs. Dude, they are, they are working class girls, okay? Mm -hmm. And hey, yeah. hey it's, prostitution is one of the oldest, it is the oldest profession known to mankind. Correct. Yes, it is. I mean, you know what? That's that's what it is. I'm There's telling you right now. There's always going to be a market. Sex sells. It does. And it always will. And it's never going to change. And, you know, but I don't know. And that's what it, that's, you know, that whole, the whole vignette with that whole commercial, Aaron, that's exactly what I feel like they're trying to prove is like, you know, sex, uh, sex still uh, sells. It's, it's not going to change, you know, even if you got a 50 year old woman dancing around with her fucking 18 year old daughter, which is, again, well, she's a little, Heidi Klum, a little, Heidi Klum a little, is Heidi Klum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. And like you said, it is a little ick, Aaron. And I, I like wearing, uh, using that word. now. I think I'm going to start using that word ick and maybe the, the kids will think I'm cool again. Ick. <laughs> It's the appropriate word for this scenario. It is. It is. It's a little bit ick having. Yeah. Like you said, you know, it's like a, a 50 year old woman jumping. Her, but it is Heidi Klum. That's the thing that makes it like eh, it's kind of OK. It's mother daughter. But, you know, yeah. uh, I, don't, I, I don't I don't think I don't think it's ick because uh, like she's like, oh, go uh, go ahead. 18 year old daughter. I'm going to make you a sex symbol just as soon as you turn of age. Uh, go out <laughs> there and, you know, like uh, the girl probably she wanted to do it on her own. I don't think that she was coaxed. I don't think she was influenced by anybody or pushed out the door to go and stand in uh, Italian lingerie in front of the camera. I think that she wanted to do it. She knows she's a good-looking girl, she, and she wants to be a model. Um, her mother is Heidi Klum, so she took oh. advantage of you know having that status, that notoriety as a matriarch. So no, you're right. yeah, I, I but it's a agree. little bit weird. It's, it's a little weird. bit weird to be doing it with your mom and jumping around with a 50 year old and an 18 year old <laughs> dancing around in front of the camera in your underwear. That's Jitties. what makes it a little weird. Yeah. Jitties. It's borderline pornographic. It's a little Jitties. bit like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a little you know bit of kink do to, in there. A little bit you know of kink. What I'm gonna, uh, you know what I'm going to do to um, test out my, my coolness tomorrow is I'm going to go into the lunchroom where everybody has lunch tomorrow and I'm just going to walk in and make believe like I'm like getting a glass of water out of the fridge and I'm going to walk around and look at everybody's lunch and just go, ick. And see what they say. <laughs> like, oh my God, do you know the word ick? That's so cool. That's what the cool kids is. It's ick. 
Or, or they're going to look at me Joe, like, oh, what you, is this guy, a fucking idiot? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Joe, if you're, if you're going to use the the hip words, you got to look them up and make sure that you're using it in context. You can't just be going out there and just throwing the new words around, Joe. Make sure that you're using it in context. Otherwise, you're going to stand out as, yeah. uh, you know, that guy. A douche. <laughs> douche. <laughs> well, I guess we have to take how we get them, you know. No, I, I might have to go uh, read up on the Urban Dictionary to get my coolness back, Aaron, with all the new kids. Urban Dictionary know. is maybe 15% accurate when it comes to the definition that is accurate when it comes to the word you're looking up, I feel like. Urban Dictionary is full of a lot of misnomers. Well, I, listen, I, I'll tell you, listen, we grew up on an Urban Dictionary. You can't not say that we didn't. <laughs> urban Dictionary. Back before like it was our, flooded with a lot of false definitions. Like, pe- because it's like, you know, just like, I mean, Wikipedia is one of those other websites where you can just add definition upon definition and they don't fact check you. It's just there and it exists because somebody typed it. Urban Dictionary is flooded with opinions of what words mean. Like... I remember we used to um, we look we look up weird shit like I used to look like uh you know like if, say you looked up like a blumpkin okay I mean there's so many different variations now of the blumpkin I mean do you remember um you know where they had the pizza blumpkin the pizza blumpkin was I, the one where I, yes you, 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 yeah, I, you had, <laughs> did did blumpkin. we invent the pizza blumpkin was it there before we wrote the definition um I don't know I think we might have saw it I actually did put a I do have a word on um Urban Dictionary it's called the rusty slide hammer um <laughs> no i think we i think you scrolled across that one day we were talking about a blumpkin and all of a sudden aaron was like on urban dictionary and he just out of nowhere is like hey guys you ever hear of a pizza blumpkin and we're like whoa what the fuck is a pizza blumpkin <laughs> and it's the same thing as getting a blumpkin but you're sitting on the toilet and you're, you're eating a slice of pizza while you're getting the blowjob so and taking the shit <laughs> so you're you're kind of doing triple duty you know you got the uh the pizza you're eating uh, you're taking the duty and uh, yeah, and you're getting the blowjob all at the same time. Yeah. So, so they, weird. they've had a lot of Blumpkin spinoffs hey, over the years. years. They've added the, uh, the locks and bagel Blumpkin. Um, they've added the, uh, the, the uh, I think they've added the, the pizza bagel Blumpkin. Um, I think they've even, they've got the burrito Blumpkin. They've got all sorts of different Blumpkin variations. If you want to check out Urban Dictionary, there's a whole lot of them. If you guys are feeling like you need, um, you know, to get a little, a uh, little kick in the ass, a little <laughs> injection for creativity, you know, what you guys get our getting off on at home, you know, uh, check it out. Urban Dictionary has got a lot of uh, cool ideas. Check yeah, it out. see, even Mr. A said three things that he loves the most. It must be eating pizza, taking a shit, and getting a blowjob. I mean, Air Dog, I can't, um, I, I can't say I don't disagree with that fucking statement right there. Hey now, you know, <laughs> I love, I love, I love me some pizza. Um, I do love getting a nice blowjob. Um, there's nothing, you know, that's probably hey, a boner. And um, you know, and taking a shit. Sometimes taking a nice duty in the morning is probably one of my uh. My favorite pastimes, Aaron. So, I mean, listen, that, that kind of checks all the boxes right off the list. <laughs> Pretty easily. <laughs> right? You know what I we got to do, Aaron? I think it's hilarious. One night for uh, one you, of the you, shows, I, we got to uh, we got to come through and maybe we'll do um, we'll do our each of ours, like my top five and your top five best urban dictionary words that we found over the years. I mean, because there's so many of them. There's so many great ones. Maybe we guys could we could teach you guys um, some new ones that you've never heard and uh, maybe we'll, you know, especially Aaron. I mean, Aaron is, um, you know, his his mind is deep, dark, and you know, it's it's an enchanted forest in there. So the last time we visited uh, Urban Dictionary on the air, we discovered the Wet Walter. 
Um, oh. We're actually looking for. Um, we're actually. I think BP was actually the one to to discover the name for um, something that we were we were actually looking for. We're like, is there a name for it? If there's not a name for it, then we need to like you know put a name for it and write the definition on Urban Dictionary so people know what to call it. And it was an uninvited finger in the butt. <laughs> and it's Walter. called a wet Walter because we, yeah, because we were talking about wet willies wet and when willy, people yeah, stick yeah. a, you know, they lick their finger and they stick it in your, your uh, stick your wet finger oh. in, in your ear. It's called a wet willy. And we're like, well, what if somebody does that to your butt? And it's already on there. It's on Urban Dictionary. It's called a wet Walter. Yeah. <laughs> There's a name awesome. for everything. So, you know what? Yeah, we got to, we got to, we'll do a show one night with our top five phrases from there. We'll read the definitions and then you guys can maybe vote on them, see which ones you like the best. <laughs> That's a good idea. We'll do it one night. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, man. I used to have that bookmark. You know, like, you know, you have your bookmark tab, you know, with all your real ones that you always, I used to always have that thing readily available. Oh, my God, I got the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple words on there. Yeah, we'll get to them. All right. Uh, Air Dog, let's do this. Ugh. Um, I got more to get to. We got about 20 minutes left. Um, time's been flying tonight, which is kind of the norm here on Tuesday nights. You know, been oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to tell me. You got to tell me what all those cows down in New Zealand are drinking. That oh, oh, I could tell. No, they're drinking. You know what they're drinking there, dog? They're, what are they not, drinking? Oh, I know what I'm drinking. I'm drinking Aquavite Kombucha, guys. Not Kombucha, but Kombucha, guys. It's the official sponsor of the Joe Antonio Show and... Guys, it's organic kombucha, non-alcoholic, premium ingredients, live probiotics, beneficial enzymes, gluten-free, vegan, and handcrafted in the great state of where Oh, it's what all the cows need, but it's coming from the great state of Vermont, yo. That is correct, guys. So many great flavors to choose from. We'll see if Hannah can guess which one I'm drinking tonight, but so many flavors, guys. Hibiscus, ginger, and lime. Get your elderberry. Mmm, sipping on right now. Hold on. Mmm. Oh, she gets the peach out. Oh, she, uh, she's, she's got it. Swinging a miss. Got it. She got it. Nope, she oh. got it. I'm drinking peach oh. out tonight, guys. Good job. Wow. she's She's been doing good lately. Guys, their live cultures and probiotics are developed during fermentation and now lab manufactured. Their kombucha is always alive, vibrant, and never pasteurized. Make sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Aquabite Kombucha. That's A-Q-U-A-B-I-T-E-A-K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A. Or check them out, guys, on their official website, www.aquavite.com. Use the promo code JOEA and the number 10 at checkout. That's JOEA and the number 10 at checkout to receive 10% off your order and free shipping to all the lower 48 states. That's aquavite.com. Aquavite, if it's good enough for you, then it's good enough for Air Dog and the cows in New Zealand. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, Hannah, actually, I think that's her third, fourth guest in a row that she's gotten the uh, flavor. I don't know. If she is doing. on fire. She's been she's guessing like, them, man. Every yeah, every show, a... Joey's sipping on some kombucha, man. She, I don't know if she's got a spy cam or what, but she's been guessing what you've been sipping on, man. Uh, I don't yeah, know. She, she, she must have set up like a satellite or a little fucking camera inside my fridge. And she's checking out what's Telling going you. on. Telling you. She's quite the bottle. empath. All right. Here we go. Oh. Get <clears throat> out. Keeping out of that 80s vibe here tonight, Air Dog. Look at these 80s songs. Ooh, this is a good one. A little Tina Marie right here. Joe Antonio Show. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We got still lots to get to. Here we go.
I love it, Air Dog. Ah, oh, man. Reminds me of the old Mustang days, remember? Yeah. Oh, the Mustang days. Yeah. Yeah, you got that Fox body Mustang. You know? uh, makes me think about, uh, yeah, Mike's black Fox body, the LX, the 91, black on black, five speed. Get in my fucking car right now. I swear to God, I'm going to make you have a good time. <laughs> I don't care. Oh man! <laughs> I used to date my my older sister, and um, he used to he used to take that car and he used to race it um, uh, at yeah. stock night at the on the quarter mile at Lebanon Valley in New York, and he would race that thing, and he did pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking beat everybody. We I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like 13 or 14. I didn't really know much about washing cars at that age. And he had a layer <laughs> of dust on that thing. And it was a beautiful black paint job on this car. Yeah, and I, um, I think I, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I went up and I wrote something stupid on the wing of that car <laughs> or in the back or something. And there was a layer of dust. And I was like, oh, it'll just be dust. You know, it's cute. I'll just write something, dude. He flipped the fuck out. He loved What the fuck are you car. doing? This is my prized possession. Oh my God. Fucking <laughs> Those right old now. fox bodies. Would you write like penis on his that. fucking? Uh, did you write like penis or something on his fucking? <laughs> yeah, I did something hey, stupid. Like, you know, I drew so like I drew like a cartoon hey, character choking on a dick or something. You know, something ridiculous. I can see him get so <laughs> What the fuck? I paid so much money for this car. I'm going to fucking kill you, Aaron. I'm never going to talk to you again. Oh. So mad. <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> I took you all the way here. This is how you treat me. <laughs> hey, now. Yeah. This fucking. He washed that thing every 12 hours. Oh. I got to get this fucking penis thing that you wrote on my car. I got to get it off. Oh, yeah. put it in the... <laughs> It's in the paint now. I got to get the whole fucking trunk painted. What the fuck? <laughs> You're paying for this when you get older. He is so bad. I swear to God. Oh, my Lord. He took fucking, he was so, you think I'm dramatic. <laughs> fucking Christ, dude. Oh, he was, he is over the top, man. Over yeah. the top. <laughs> well, he's my family. So now you know where I get it from, but I'm not even on the same fucking atmosphere as him with fucking dramatics. He's just like, oh, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What are you guys doing up here? I pay you guys good money to fucking work. And all you're doing is fucking around and work, <laughs> looking at Urban Dictionary and watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, fuck. It was like a dungeon upstairs where me and Aaron would work. I mean, me and Aaron had two separate jobs. I would do one thing. He'd do the other. But me and Aaron were just like, we'd sit there the whole day and just like fucking just talk. And just like, we fucking barely got anything done. Fucking my cousin Mike would come upstairs on the business. You hear him like march up the stairs. You hear just like, what are you guys doing up here? Oh, oh my God. What are you looking at, Aaron? You're not supposed to be working. You're supposed to be doing my DMV paperwork. And you're on fucking daily motion. <laughs> What are you doing, Joe? You're running your radio? He used to yell at me because I'd run my radio station upstairs, remember? <laughs> oh, dude, we, we, we'd be having office warfare. We'd have our slingshots made out of, you know, uh, <laughs> we'd have our, our paper clips loaded and ammo all on the desk, and we'd have our uh, our, uh, our popsicle trebuchets, and uh, we'd have them all rigged, and we'd be blasting each other, and, and 
other other the others like salesmen from downstairs they would come up and they would you know they'd bring up their office warfare like you know they'd come up with their uh you know whatever they had fangled and they'd come up and they'd surprise attack us and mike wasn't having any of it he used to get so mad so angry that that was the thing with us is like we tried to have fun while we were at work and everybody would come upstairs like yo joe and aaron have fun upstairs you know they fucking goof around and shit and they they got like you know bunch we the people would come upstairs it was like a circus upstairs you know we'd have fucking music playing and shit and people were like they'd they'd be having such a miserable day they'd come upstairs and like hang out like what are you guys doing up here you know aaron would be fucking making graphics on his computer and like fucking making phony phone calls and talking weird shit to indians where's my registration your sponsor said it on three weeks. You know, Air would be fielding all these weird phone calls. I'm looking for my registration. Your sponsor said it three weeks ago. No title. What is going on? Aaron's like on the other line. Listen, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, we're waiting for the title. I don't care. Three weeks for a fucking title. No good, man. No more. I call it by the business bureau. And then my cousin Mike would get on the phone and be like, Fuck you. I don't care. Get in line. You can fucking sue me. The fucking line stands around the building. <laughs> <laughs> get in line everybody <laughs> get in line I swear to god I'm being sued by so many people right now I got Johnny Cochran on the fucking case I don't care <laughs> cause of Michael's such a douche she didn't give a fuck he's like fuck <laughs> <laughs> you know every single uh, people call yeah hey listen you sold me a new Subaru WRX and the fucking brakes gave out the other day fuck you yeah, what are you accusing me of fucking not putting brakes in your car I swear to god you call the DMV you call the BBB It's so accurate. All of that is so accurate. It's, that's what makes it so funny. <laughs> What's up, crazy lady? Welcome. <laughs> you there? Uh, crazy lady's here. Hey, crazy. How you doing? I can't uh, hear her. Mike's all fucked up. I don't know. Not hearing her. I don't know. I saw that in the chat. She said that she had a six-shooter rubber band gun, so she knows what that life's all about. Oh, God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, crazy. Crazy. Call me back when you get a... I don't know. I can't hear you. Well, let's put her on mute. Maybe she'll come back. But yeah. <laughs> stage right oh, back. no. Fuck you. <laughs> Get in line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you one thing right now, man. Those are the days where I was just like, I was, I hated going into work. But at the same time, I really didn't mind it because it was just, we had so much fucking fun. It was like, what a fucking day in the life. It was like, Jesus, go to work. You have fucking fun. You screw around for a little while and go home. Then we'd fucking just, you know, <laughs> she didn't care. Nobody gave a shit back then. You know, and it's like, as soon as, like, as soon as, like, my. We're going home right now, so make sure you guys do your jobs. I'm going to be watching the cameras. <laughs> watching the cameras at, like, at night, you know. It's like, watch, <laughs> why are we watching us around? Like, the whole place was, like, surveillance and shit. <laughs> luckily, luckily, at one point, when we were there, there was no cameras inside. Can you imagine that? Oh, my God. It looked like a fucking. Dude, it looked like a smoky bar inside that place when you'd walk in at night. It's like, you know, the chitter chatter. You got people playing cards and shit. You know, people are <laughs> online. They're online, like, screwing people over, like, trying to make car deals, drinking beers under their desk. You got me and Aaron upstairs. We're fucking, like, splitting bombers of dogfish. I had, like, 12% alcohol beers. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, was like a, it, it was like it was like a, it was like a old smoky bar that you used to walk into. You know, like an old. Oh, dude, like a, it, it, yeah. 
you walk in and it's just you know the, the it was a used like car that. dealership that turned into a frat house at night uh yeah <laughs> when the sun went down uh <laughs> christ we had we had we had we had strippers up upstairs one night you know for jay's birthday i remember i mean i was so much glitter <laughs> oh yeah everywhere i went home i was like oh my god this is bad well those are the good old days well anyway i don't know they're all over now air dog we're too old <laughs> I have a good time to work. It's not that much fun anymore. Um, Air Dog, let's do this. I know. Um, Let's do this. Let's. uh, I got another phony phone call lined up. I got a couple funny clips that we'll play. I wanted to actually. Here, let me see if I slide this loaded up here from from earlier. I wanted to play this. This is funny. This little this little four year old kid. He uh, he steals his fucking mother's car and drives to the store because he wants candy. Listen to this. They interview the kid. You know, I love how the news reporters like that. It's like, oh, let's get the full story from, uh, you know, little Johnny here. Johnny, what were you trying to do? What the fucking thing I'm trying to do? I'm trying to go get candy. <laughs> Listen, to this kid's response is great. And remember, did you ever watch that movie Problem Child when he doesn't know how to drive the car? So he like he's literally hanging out to the bottom of the steering wheel, pushing the pedals and not even looking. This is yeah. what bas- this is what this kid basically did all the way to a fucking uh, a grocery store. And made it all the way there, got his candy, and came home. <laughs> this kid's a—he's like a modern day fucking um, what was that? Michael Oliver from from. Uh, I love from, it. <laughs> take a listen. Here I love it. Is a story for you. Four-year-old doing safe today. He drove his great grandmother's car more than a mile on a busy road in Minnesota during rush hour. We'll just let him explain why he did it. And how fast were you going? Do you know? I hit this gas break and like that. And, and what were you, where were you going? To the gas station. How come? Because I want to have reasons. I get it. I get it. Got That's me, right. Four-year-old Sebastian just wanted some candy. So he hopped in the car and drove a mile and a half to a Speedway store. He didn't get any faster than about 15 miles an hour, but he did some damage to a few mailboxes and a tree. Thankfully, no one was hurt. I laugh about it, but yeah, it could have been very serious. You know, he could have hit a car and not wearing the seatbelt. Yeah, Aaron, don't laugh about it, all right? <laughs> we could have been talking about a funeral Leave it. right now. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Oh, dude, it could have been to a funeral. Shut up. Who cares? The kid's being cute. Oh, dude. You know, that's if awesome. I did it, if I saw, if I saw <laughs> a little kid. He's got a couple drive, of mailboxes. Whatever. Yeah, who cares? You know, those are going to be replaced. <laughs> he took out a tree. You know, listen, tr- trees grow every day. And <laughs> Yes, yes, he's he's showing initiative. Yes, can you imagine that you're like you know I I'd be rooting the kid on. I'd be like, come on, man, go. Hit <laughs> the car. He probably can't even reach the pedals. Like, and the car is just idling. It's like, dude, <laughs> dude, it's scary. I mean, because like the kid's literally he's not looking at the road. All he's doing is he's holding the under. Just imagine if you were in the floorboard of a car with your two feet on the pedal. You know, you're a little tiny kid, and all you're doing is holding the bottom of the steering wheel and just and just guessing. You're not looking at anything. <laughs> just running over mailboxes. Just keep on going. <laughs> yeah. He, hey, listen, he got there. He got there in one. Yeah. But he what? What? It like he is. He is a future world leader. <sighs> Mark my words. He's going to be somebody. Or he's going to be like a future Mario Andretti. <laughs> you never know. Hey now. <laughs> he could be fucking. You know, driving the circuit. I don't know.
<laughs> and why did you drive to the store? Because I needed races. Need races. Yeah, I need a races. Oh, one of my favorite candies, Reese's Pieces, hands down. Like uh, that's what mm -hmm. she, that's. I'm all about it. Hey, I, I get it, bro. I'm day. Hey. Me too, bro. <laughs> Me too. I love it. <laughs> that's great. All right, uh, guys, let's do this. Well, Aaron, we'll play one more phony phone call. We'll play a track, and we'll get the hell out of here for tonight. We got another show planned for tomorrow. Two hours goes by so fast, so fast, so fast. It does. Good morning, and welcome to Tradio. Live and on the air for this Wednesday hump day. Good morning. You're first up on Tradio. Thanks for holding. Selling a special teal-colored washing machine. Westinghouse model number is RM69. It's a one-of-a-kind teal-colored. $299 for it. I can't be wiggled down because I desperately need the money because I'm very ill and I can't afford medical insurance. Gotcha. My name is Saul Norris. What's the number, Saul? 747. Thank you, sir. Thank Have you. a blessed day. You too, sir. Bye-bye. One-of-a-kind. Not often that you get one-of-a-kind items. Good morning. You're next up on Tradio. Go ahead. How much for that teal-colored Westinghouse washer? He was asking two ninety-nine. Okay. Well, you know, it's a funny thing. I actually have the same teal-colored washer really? already. It's the model RM69. I I was looking to sell mine. I'll go two ninety-eight. I'll need a little little spending money for the casino, so I'll go a little cheaper on mine if that's okay. Yeah. All right. We can do that. To uh, teal Westinghouse washer, two ninety-eight. So I uh, got the same exact washer, and we're all uh, he's going to go a dollar cheaper on it. So uh, I'm about to have a uh, bidding war. Good morning. You're next up on Tradio. Some lady called in and undercut me on the peel machine, uh, the washing machine. Right, <laughs> dollar less. That's right. I wanted yeah. two ninety nine. I said I can't wiggle down because right. I developed opiate-induced uh, constipation and I need an <laughs> surgery done. Right. Well, it's and, uh, and then this lady undercut my price. Yeah. yeah well, the 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 thing Why is, you put it out there. I don't understand because they <laughs> they talked about it on the air. I'm going to go 297 to be safe. All right. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. Have a blessing. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we got that. Uh, next up on Tradio. Go ahead. Did they They just called back in and lowered their price, Yes, sir. I, I, if you want to send we us all, the, Let we me have all, the... Hold on one second. Now, we all got problems. I mean, I'll go down on mine. I'll do 296.99. Okay. I appreciate so. that, sir. Thank you. All right. I'm not going to have a bidding war. Can't do it uh, this morning, so we're going to go to our next phone call. Good morning. You're next up on Tradio. Go ahead. God bless it. I'll do two ninety six ninety eight. I told you. I got <laughs> Good morning. You're next up on Tradio. Go ahead. Yeah, two ninety six ninety seven. dollars Good morning. You're next up on Tradio. Go ahead. Final offer. two ninety six ninety six, And that's that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we will move on, and we're going to take more phone calls this more, uh, tomorrow morning, starting at 9 o'clock, and things are going to be back to normal, we hope. They're not going to run us off, and uh, guess who wins? That's the guy with the button that says, end call. I win. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, sure, dude. Sure, oh, buddy. Boy. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah okay. Good luck, dude. <laughs> with the bidding war on Tradio. All right, guys, uh, Air Dog, let's get out of here for tonight. Let's uh, let's head off into the sunset as we have to do on this Tuesday night. Great show. That's right, buddy. Yep, another Tuesday. 
in the books. In the books. Yes, guys. Uh, make sure to check us out. Um, Joe Antonio, the Joe Antonio show.com. You guys can listen back to all the episodes on there or anywhere you guys listen to fine uh, podcasts or as we call them, live radio archive versions of the show. Because, guys, we don't consider this a podcast. It's literally just a radio show kind of compiled into a little two hour session where we give you guys music, fun, laugh, and all that shit. It's not really a podcast. I don't look at it like that, Air Dog. Be doing us ourselves a disservice by calling it that, right? I would think so. It's the emotional roller coaster we call the Joe Antonio show. <laughs> yes, there you go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Air Dog. Same time, same happy place. All right, brother. We'll see y'all later. Adios. Good. There's a port on a western bay, and it serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy. Silver from the north of Spain, a locket that bears the name of a man that Brandy loved. He came on a summer's day, bringing gifts from far away, but it made it clear he couldn't stay. No harbor was his home. The sailors said, Brandy. Close down, Brandy walks.